Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we are always DTF, and you should be too. If you have any suggestions or comments or content requests, please feel free to email us at dtfpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You can also find me on social media at ClassyCatDad. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And don't forget to order those pies, because Thanksgiving is closer than you think. It really is. Speaking of pies, here I am lecturing people, and I haven't even... We haven't ordered any pies. I haven't ordered one damn pie. I'm not really sure who to order pies from, though, because of Marie Callender's closing. Yeah, like everybody's closed. Where do we get them? You know, we're going to be visiting family in the Bay, and all of those chains are pretty much gone. Yeah. And I was some idiot, told my mom... Oh, I'll go get pies yeah. for Thanksgiving. Because at that point we still had Marie Calendars. And yeah. I'm not I guess we're gonna have to like Make order one? something <laughs> now that's like along the freeway and pick Maybe. it up on the way. Through. Yeah, I guess. So we'll figure it out. Worst case we can make a pie. We can try. By make I mean yeah, try. <laughs> I have made one singular pie in my Mainly life. Mainly I was just relying on the hope that you would make a pie. Yeah, if we can't get one. Yeah. I have only made one pie in my life and it was fucking amazing, but I don't think you would like it. I'm, I'm confident L- you would like it. Let me guess, it was like tangerine Ew, lime why pie. why would you make a tangerine lime pie? That sounds It gross. just seems, exactly, it just seemed like something you would eat. No, the only pie I have ever made was a sugar-free apple pie for my dad. Because he wasn't allowed to have sugar, and so. So why would you torture him, not just not having sugar, but having an apple pie? He liked apple pie. You're the only person that I know that doesn't like apple pie. So there's that. If you don't like apple pies, please write in to <laughs> dtfpod at gmail.com. I'm going to get in there and, and delete those emails. And let Jessica know that <laughs> apple pie is trash. <laughs> Whatever. But if we have to figure it out, I could probably figure out how to make a different kind of pie. But I've never made a chocolate pie, and I'm not sure what that entails. Chocolate and pie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like we're in good shape then. <laughs> Maybe you can make it. <laughs> I would literally just go buy like an Oreo crust at the store mm-hmm. and put like make some pudding. Yeah. And then just pour it in. Yeah. <laughs> then just like freeze it or something to make no, it like, harder. No. Just no. Just leave it that way. Room so just, temp. Like spews out. Room when temp you cut pudding it. pie. Okay. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, it's tapioca. It's not even chocolate. Okay, let's not. That's fucking gross. <laughs> I think it sounds good. Okay. No, but seriously, if we were to make a pie, what kind of pie would you want to make? Like, a legit pie? If we could actually make one, what would be the ideal pie for Thanksgiving? Uh, chocolate peanut butter pie. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Okay. You're not like tricking me and it's like cream cheese or some bullshit like that right yes and no so the thing is that the only way i know how to make there's no, no yes and no. no let me let me explain the only way that i know how to make a peanut butter pie is using cream cheese in the recipe that being said i would research to figure out another way to do it because i know your aversion to cream cheese here's what you do you get a crust at the store <laughs> you make some pudding mm-hmm. put that in the crust mm-hmm and then you spread peanut butter on top. Okay. Like, it sounds like you have it, like... It's called a room temp peanut butter pudding pie. Okay. Seems like you've got it covered then. I guess I'm off scot-free. I don't have to make anything. I guess not. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to be eating, though. Maybe I'll make apple pie for the rest of us who like apples. Yeah. 
and don't like sugar. Actually, I felt like it tasted way better than a sugar apple pie because it wasn't so like sickly sweet. Hmm. Maybe that's just my opinion, but whatever. Well, Teach their own, I guess. Yeah, you know people can't see your facial expressions on a podcast, right? <laughs> but they know. Okay. Just based off what you said, they know what I'm dealing with. I see. Well, you okay. think we should get into it? Well, I mean, I never knew what kind of pie I'd want. All right. Okay. What kind of pie would you want, then? I would want a Oreo peanut butter blueberry pie. But you don't like blueberries. Not like real blueberries. <laughs> like, just like the flavor of blueberry. The flavor of blueberry. You know, kind of like hinted into the pie. Right, right. That's like your new thing now. Everything is chocolate, peanut butter, and blueberry. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's a great combination. <laughs> I recommend you it. You should have like... Like, name that something and make it, like, a thing. Like, the Steven Trio or something like that. The Stevo? No. That's already a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's taken. Yeah. <laughs> Not as hardcore. Yeah. I mean, I'll work on that name. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't It's, it's your homework for next I don't want to do the Steven Trio. That's, like, that's a very lame name. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, do you think maybe people are tired of hearing us talk about pie? Maybe not people who went into our podcast hoping we'd talk about pie. I guess that's true. Maybe they saw our podcast, they go, dissecting this fiction. If by fiction they mean pie, <laughs> and dissecting they mean eating, Yeah. I'm all on board. Yeah. There might be somebody out there. Yeah, maybe one or two. But just the humor, just the humor you, I guess. We will go into the actual content that this podcast is supposedly meant to cover. Yeah. Based off the introduction line that somebody wrote. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I qualify as somebody. Okay. So, gaming that we're going to start with? We're going to start with gaming, okay. yes. Okay, so <laughs> gaming news. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, trying to think of, like, an introduction, like, like a like, little, like, jingle in my head that I could just, like, throw out, like, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Maybe we'll record one, mm-hmm. but, like, I was, like, I just was blank. Yeah. I had nothing. Got all, I was like hyped up for like yeah. a millisecond in my head. I was yeah. like, yeah. And then I just like, nothing. Nope. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, gaming news without the jingle. No jingle. Jingle is game news. I mean, that could be a jingle. I guess. But then we have to change the name. Yeah. Fuck. Anyways, so uh, this one is actually a pretty big one in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily directly affect us. No. At least yet. But... Well, I guess it won't affect us at all because we're not children. But China is going to start limiting the amount of time minors can play video games. They will have a curfew of 10 p.m. Can't play anything after 10. uh, Limited to 90 minutes uh, during the week per day. Mm -hmm. And an allowance of $57 of microtransactions per month. Which... I'm curious if that's 57 American dollars. That would be translated whatever to the it whatever is, they yeah. have. Or if it's like, we're just saying a dollar sign, but it's, it's 57 for them. No, it's 57 equi- equivalent of USD. Okay. Um, but that's also, that's tiered. There's like 57 and then I think there's a lower one of like 26 Yeah, it was based off the age Based on age. But that was the highest tier. That was the highest, yeah. And then also for uh, special holidays, they're allowed up to three hours instead of 90 minutes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about you. I feel like there's a lot to unpack with this. Oh, so little... much. So much to unpack. All right. My chair just kind of fart everywhere, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. So, a lot to unpack. So, not the chair. 
so yeah, so where do you want to start with the first line? So they're limiting curfews, which doesn't sound like that, you know, bad. No, right? it doesn't sound like. I mean, really, none of it sounds like a bad idea. I mean, apparently, yeah, this is clearly a move to try and help society, like not depend on sitting in front of a screen all day and mm-hmm. like and like contributing to yeah the betterment of humanity and all that. Right, right? right, right. I mean, this is like a proactive approach to fixing what they deem is a problem with the youth. Right. So from that standpoint, yeah, this sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious if like there's going to be exceptions or if this is going to get into like murky water with like weird scenarios that could affect like not just them, but like other countries. Like what does this mean for the gaming industry? Who some of which rely on the Chinese market for a lot of their profits. So right. yeah. What's going to happen with those companies or games that are now going to have a huge limitation to their player base? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Also, so I, I think in this article it talks about this is only the beginning of kind of like an attempt at limiting individual gamers. And they do intend to start cracking down on the gaming industry as a whole. Yeah. Um, which is going to get even weirder, I think. Yeah. I think it's uh, really interesting in theory as an idea to put this enact this ban and then it said that you're, they're gonna have to register their gamer tag basically with yeah their name so you're and gonna be number. registered so i'm like so you have to be old enough to have a phone number before you can play games like how does that work yeah it's, so it won't be the parent it'll be the the child yeah so specifically register just not get like do five-year-olds have phones because i know a lot of i know five-year-olds sometimes play video games at least here so yeah i, mean, that, I don't know I'm just curious how that's all going to play out. Like, the specifics of it seems kind of uh, complicated. And then that kind of goes to another, like, little issue of, like, okay, so, like, you said a five-year-old, for example. Mm -hmm. Can we really allow a five-year-old to sign something that they are understanding that they, the rules that they have to follow? You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like if you can't deem a child competent for other laws in society, then, like, how can you expect this to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is really interesting because, the, like the like I said, I don't think these bad these ideas are bad inherently. I think that it's absolutely insane that they're government impact like government enacted. This is the kind of shit that's like as a parent, you're supposed to make rules and boundaries for your children. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's not supposed to be the government saying, "Well, you can't do this." Like, but at the same time, if this is a situation where society's parents aren't aren't making the right making these decisions and they have to step in, then like it's true. In that sense, like I'm kind of for it. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know the situation, and I'm sure it's you know family to family what the drastic nature of the gaming use is, but true. Um, it just I don't I was more looking at like as like just like an overall like connection to the gaming industry because like. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have like a story later on about a minor yeah. within a gaming, like pro gaming, right? So mm-hmm. what if there's a situation like that? Like what if there's uh, children who are capable of being successful in a pro gaming form right. and they are being limited now so they can't, Yeah, I they have higher odds to succeed because they can't quote unquote practice as much or, you know what I mean? Like if there's a lot right. of like fine line things that could affect the, you know greater scheme of this whole like idea yeah also in this article i learned that there are things called esports classes oh yeah colleges are starting to have did not know that was a thing yeah uh, there's actually 
I'm trying to think what college it was. I'm not even gonna guess because I don't uh-huh. want to like say the wrong one. Is it somewhere but here? But yes. Okay. Uh, there is. There, there's more than one, I think. Oh, but okay. there's yeah. There's been head headlines in the news that like they're actually now starting to give scholarships out for essentially like athletes for some of these schools to be like gamers, like pro gamers for the school. People can't see your facial expressions. <laughs> it's a podcast, <laughs> idiot. Thanks. I think people understand what I was what I was looking like there. Oh. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, I think they do. I just I can't. <laughs> well, the times are changing. I know. You know, technology is improving and yeah. more jobs are opening up in different like landscapes in this sense where it's like it may seem crazy that like these are career paths, but like they are. Yeah. You know? It's it's really no different than an athlete in it's the sense just... of like getting paid to do something that's quote unquote for fun. It's just like an episode of Black Mirror to me. It seems like very. Just... Well, it says a lot about Black Mirror then. Maybe they're a lot more on the pulse than. Yeah. I mean, they are. It's really weird and fucked up, but a lot of their episodes are like, yep, that's accurate. Yeah. Well, anyway. I just, I, this, this whole like idea just I thought was yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm for it in the sense that it, you know, there are some people that are just not capable of walking away from playing a game and they need to be told no Mm -hmm. you know like that is a thing that needs to happen obviously as an adult this doesn't affect me Mm -hmm. and looking back if i was a child and this was to affect Mm -hmm. me i'd be pissed off of course because like fuck that you know yeah i would have i would have had a hard but like as an adult it's you know obviously i'm being a hypocrite because like as an adult i'm like well yeah that needs to happen but as a child i would totally be against this so it's just kind of a I guess with age, I don't know. I'd like to hope that I can, when I have kids, be able to balance their mm-hmm. their gaming and all that stuff. So yeah, to be appropriate, but also let them enjoy. Because like obviously, we sit here and play games and watch movies and shit. So it's not like we can say no, you can't do that. There's a balance to be had. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was yeah. just kind of an interesting article about uh, the steps that they're taking. Yeah. And obviously, China's been the headlines with the gaming industry. Uh, yeah. Well, not necessarily with them, but indirectly. Yeah. With them, with Blizzard and all that. So, just thought this was an interesting one. Anything else to add? No, I think that covers that one. Okay. Uh, and then, so this is okay. We kind of talked about previous episodes, the uh, some positions being changed in you know Sony for PlayStation and all mm-hmm. that reorganization and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So we have a. I guess it's a replacement. I guess for. Yeah. Yes. Sean Layden. So. Uh, they have named Guerrilla Games Managing Director and co-founder Herman Holst as its new uh, head of Worldwide Studios for PlayStation. Yeah. So this is a new title. Yeah. Before, I believe it was like President of Worldwide Studios and okay. then there was something else. Yeah. Not head. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to have to look that up. It's going to bother me. But uh, so they pretty much... Filled the position. It looks like they probably like moved into positions together and just kind of he's like in charge now of the whole thing. And Shuhei Yoshida, mm-hmm. he was like the guy who was pretty much in charge uh, before. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much stepping down from this role that he had, which was a huge role. Mm-hmm. And he's now going to take more of a personal approach and uh, helping like independent developers right. kind of like hone in their their games with the, the brand. Okay. Um, so that's kind of interesting. You, you know, you could argue it's like a demotion 
Right. But, you know, who knows the circumstances? Maybe he wants to be in this role. Who knows? But they're definitely making moves for the, the future of the PS5. So, mm-hmm. I mean... We'll see, I guess, in the next couple of years as that rolls out, what changes they've made and if it really helps or hurts the console. Because right now PS4 is winning mm-hmm. in the sense of popularity. Right. But um, obviously this is a long-run game, right? They're not doing this for just one console. They're, they're, I'm sure this is planned for up through PlayStation 10. Yeah. As we've learned. Yeah. They've got lots of big plans in the future. Yeah, so it says uh, the changes are part of Sony Interactive Entertainment's restructuring ahead of the launch of PS5, which, you know, kind of established. Yeah. A month after the departure of Worldwide Studio Chairman Sean Layden. So that's what the other one was. was. Chairman. Yeah. I knew it was something. Yeah. That much I was sure. Yeah. Uh, And so this is kind of, at first it was a very shocking hire to me Mm -hmm. because I was like, well, that's kind of odd. Like somebody within the developing side. Yeah. But then the more I thought about it, like the more clear it made sense because it it's like it's very smart because you have somebody who understands the developing process, right? They they know what they're doing. Yeah. And so not only can they communicate and interact with all the developers, but like they may even be able to help improve something or or give From a advice point of view or yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because Gorilla Games they did uh. The Killzone right. franchise, mm-hmm. which were all pretty loved other than the one that was a PS4 launch title, mm-hmm. which looked great, but I mm-hmm. guess it wasn't the greatest of a story. Right. Um, but then they went silent, and then they came out with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which... Oh, that was them too? ...was an okay. amazing game, and everybody loved. I and still haven't played that. It's and there's rumors that. of the sequel coming out, you know, mm-hmm. in the on the PS5. It looks like they potentially have job listings that they're looking to fill mm-hmm. i mean obviously it was a success so people expect this to be a sequel right so i mean he, he obviously comes from a developer that has been a part of playstation for a long time you know they they are well aware of the tech that's being used for the playstation and he's yes. obviously been in the business for a long time so he's he's a good candidate i'm very interested to see what they do now gorilla also was partially Involved in Death Stranding, right? With Hideo Kojima? Uh, yes, in the sense that the deal that he made with PlayStation to mm-hmm. get it exclusive... Well, for them to have it exclu- exclusive to PlayStation, uh-huh. they gave him the architecture for for the game, the game engine, to use for them to put into game the Death Stranding. Okay. So it was pretty much a deal that they gave him that so he didn't have to build it himself since he lost everything that he had working mm-hmm. through Konami. Right. When he left, obviously, it was on bad terms. And right. So uh, he pretty much started from scratch with his new developer, whatever business. So he's to save time to get this game out, he basically made a deal with them. So they funded the game, gave him that, and then they got exclusivity for the game on playstation that makes sense yeah so i mean that's kind of the same uh, yeah like you were saying so okay so they did they did technically have a part in that game in okay, the sense yeah, that they just handed how, it over to yeah. him okay um but they didn't really have any hands-on in the work like, in the game it. okay yeah that's what i was curious about yeah so yeah herman holst is now the head of worldwide studios for playstation so uh we will see what happens with that but they are making changes seems like it so we have more Fortnite Ugh. in the in the news. A game we don't play, but somehow we always we're talking a lot about it. We're talking a, a lot about. Yeah, I have 
somehow even more opinions on this one than I did on the first one, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even sure if I should say all of my opinions, to be honest, so. Well, I mean, let's get into it. So, okay, so a content creator slash pro gamer who is only, I believe, 17 years old. Uh, He goes by, I'm sure I'm butchering this, (laughs) Faze Jarvis. Yeah. Okay. Phase is their clan or whatever. Yeah, so Phase is the it, clan. Yeah. Jarvis is his, like, Tag online or... identity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he chose to start using aimbots, which is, like, a program or some sort of mm-hmm. it's like modding a, a mod. to the game that is completely not allowed. It's considered cheating. Mm-hmm. And it's within the, the rules terms and all that. In terms of use that you can't do it or you're banned. For life. For life. They yeah. have zero tolerance on this. Epic is very... Very strict. Very strict on this. Yeah. Um, and what it does is it automatically aims and shoots at Yeah. So basically players. it's an insta-kill. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You just yeah. have to like look at somebody and they're dead. Yeah. So literally if looks could kill. Yes. Surely you'd all be dead. <laughs> so this is what he did. He he went on... He did... He streamed this to like many people he's doing a youtube video or something yeah, right? was, yeah. He, so he made a youtube video he he streamed this and it was him using the forbidden aimbot cheating tech to basically show how it works but he also said not to do it yeah within his video i'm sure mm-hmm. that was to cover his ass right didn't work out so well not so well so he did this and then epic basically was like well you fucked up bye and they banned him <laughs> for life yeah and he got pretty emotional about it. He Very. got his whole yeah. crying to the video yeah. response. And I'm sure that was just to, to look like a victim. And um, So there's a, there's a good amount of people who are upset because they feel like this is too much of a punishment. And then there's others who are like, no, he knew the terms and he didn't care. Yeah. So he did it and that's the consequence. Yeah. Even his mom is like, oh, he doesn't deserve this. And you should let him back in the game. Of course, because he's making a shit ton of money because he's successful. Like, he has, like, millions of, like, viewers on, like, YouTube. It's not like he's a nobody, which kind of gives more, like, proof that he knew what the fuck he was doing. Exactly. Like, he's not, like, oblivious to how it works. So he's in the know of the Mm -hmm. industry and the rules and, and... He's more than anybody else is, if anybody. Of course he claims that he never used the aimbot during competitive play, which is probably bullshit. But that's not the the point. It's like, it's not about whether it's competitive or not. It's just, you can't use it. And so, so yeah, so he did this, got banned, really upset. And of course he's got clan mates, I guess. I don't know if they're considered clan mates now. They all have a fucking multi-million dollar mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, so yeah. Is this a joke? What society are we? I just can't. Yeah, so they all like have their own rooms and they live there and basically it's like a frat house for their pro Assholes. gamer I mean yeah clan <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well I guess I should make sure I never do pro gaming if no, possible because these... I don't want to be an asshole <laughs> they're not inherently assholes because they're pro gamers they just are both in my opinion in this case right. so I <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the kid, like, in the sense that, like, that sucks. But, like, I don't feel bad for him because, like, you clearly knew. Yes. Like, it's not like you are are some 
oblivious kid like you're successful enough that you're making a bunch of money i'm sure you have sponsorships i'm sure you have deals contracts that you're signing like you're yeah just because you got caught you're now crying and saying well well, i didn't know it's like no there are rules for a reason and everybody knows the rules up front and you decided to not follow them and you're gonna cry and try to get it forgiven like that's probably what he does to his mom and he gets forgiven every time so it's just the way that people are these days. It's like there's never any consequences for their actions because you get yeah. punished and they're like, wow, I didn't know. Okay, never mind. You're not punished. And that's kind of the argument for why he shouldn't be given a lighter sentence to yeah, this because absolutely. people are saying, well, if Epic turns around and says, well, okay, we'll give him a year ban. Yeah. Then that sets the precedence that yeah. there's you can cheat and you'll get away with it as long as you can be a victim enough. Yeah. The argument, I literally feel like there is no argument for this guy, but so like there might be a situation in which a player might, it might merit investigation on whether they should have a lighter sentence. But this guy 100% knew what he was doing and he knew that it was wrong. He even acknowledged what he was doing. Yeah. His video, video. he was blatantly saying that he knew that you can't do this. Oh, and you want me to do more Then throw me a like or whatever. Like he kept referencing it. So it's like, you know what mm-hmm. you're doing and you're acknowledging that you were cheating. Like there's yeah. maybe if you were like, well, I didn't know what I was doing was considered cheating. Then you could make the argument. But clearly he did. Yeah. Whatever. And so he's even got like, I'm sure he didn't like have them do this. But he like there's even like fellow clan people who are like yeah. trying to like start a movement mm-hmm. with the hashtag uh, free Jarvis. Are you I'm rolling fucking, my eyes so hard right now. Are you, you fucking just so kidding you know, me? People that can't see me, my eyes are going to get stuck in the back of my head. Why are you staring at me? I was waiting for your eyes to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Okay. I'm not sure if they'll ever come back. Okay. The more we okay. talk about Fortnite, the more likely they are to get stuck back Okay. There. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they'll just like do a full, a full 360. Oh. Because it would roll backwards to be 180 and then back again to be 360. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Math. <laughs> Or is it a double 180? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, it's not not a double 180. Yeah. Anyways. So, I... I yeah. just... It, so, I mean, I, I we clearly fall on the, the side of, like, no, he should be banned for life. And it's not that I feel like he did anything that truly deserves a for-life banning, but, like, that's the terms. That's what they decided. Of the game. And that's yeah. what he did following those terms. So Follow the rules or suffer the consequences. It's that simple. If they had, if Epic had a different policy on, okay, you get a one-time, one uh, six-month ban, and then the next time you're caught, it's a lifetime, then that would be different. But in this case, they always said on all of their policies, lifetime ban, no cheating, yeah. none whatsoever. And so, obviously, his mother is like, of course, she sh- he should be let back in. Oh, because, one, she's his mother, and she wants him to be happy, right? And she probably enabled and, him in all of his life. Two, he yeah. is probably making a bunch of money, and yeah. she's enjoying that. I'm sure she, she is. Because she is the you're right taker of a minor yeah so yeah yeah the the taker well (laughs) caretakers the caretaker yeah (laughs) it's like i'll take that yeah i mean technically right (laughs) it happened to a lot of the 80s children's stars right yeah but uh so i mean obviously she's gonna be like on board with him getting back in it right yeah but look at it like this too like if he's really that good Mm-hmm. He could do it with another game. Yeah. He could. He could. He might have to put a little bit more effort in, like, learn the game, but 
he could definitely have used that successful mm-hmm. at 17 playing video games. This brought up a couple ideas, too, with me. Is like, so I feel like this is really no different. Well, let's start with the ninja thing. So ninja, mm-hmm. we all know, you know, ninja. Yeah. Uh, he had two cents to say, which this reminds me a lot of Scorsese having opinions on Marvel movies. Yeah. It's like, it's not really relevant, yeah, but like, not... hey, let's get a famous person to say something right? Yeah. so that we can, you know. Look like we're making sense, yeah. So he chimed in and said that he feels that like there should be a different standard for people who are just playing the game and people who are content creators. Like there should be like a, a different punishment, if any at all, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Why would you? <laughs> Your eyes are never coming back. <laughs> I'm trying to find it in the article. I, I read it, I think, in a different article. I'm going to just Google it. What on earth would be... Why would one say, oh, because you're a content creator and you're good at this game, you don't have to be punished for not following the rules? Is that a joke? That doesn't make sense. Not that I'm doubting you. I'm just... I'm doubting... I'm, I'm just going to look it up. Because logic I, of... I want to look up his actual quote. Because it's, okay, it's okay. so ignorant. It, it shows what his opinion is like it it, he clearly thinks he's better than everybody Mm -hmm. the way he words this like but i feel like he doesn't even know that he's saying that yeah like that's what level he's at you know all right so the article from dexerto dexerto sure oh it's a website okay uh they have quotes that ninja has said uh so he starts off with this kind of like defending him that like he just made stupid mistake and that like this is his livelihood blah 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 all that stuff, and he just made a stupid mistake, and he's a kid, you know, your typical stuff. But then it kind of like opens up, and it seems like it's more about him, just like what he thinks of himself, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. rather than like I really help care about this kid. Yeah. So he says, "There's a difference between a content creator who has millions of subscribers, who then gets banned from what makes him money, and some kid who is just a piece of shit who has zero followings, zero money from gaming." Wow. You ban that kid, nothing happens. You ban Jarvis, the stakes are different. It should be handled differently. Let's stop acting like there's no favoritism in the world. There is. What? He just... just... Well, no, because what he's trying to say okay. is like, favoritism does exist. He's basically acknowledging that his argument is that we should be favored over people who don't even do this for money. And right. they're just doing it for fun. Like yeah. He's basically saying we're better than those people. Yeah. And we should be treated like it. Okay. This is equivalent to basically him saying, if you commit murder, you should go to jail. Yeah. If I commit murder, I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I, I should get a, a very small fine. And that's yeah, it. Because I streamed it and I make money off of it. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm successful at killing people. Yeah. You're just doing it as trash. He sounds like trash to me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, obviously these people are successful. They make millions of dollars off of yeah. what they do. I would love to do that. Can't really say I've tried enough to try that, but, you know, probably wouldn't get to that success that they are at at this point in my life. But, I mean, so in that sense, yeah, I guess they are quote-unquote better than us in the winning at playing video games for money ratio. But, wow, the nerve to, like, hear somebody <laughs> yeah, be that conceited about what they should and shouldn't get compared to someone else. So it was more about Jarvis, but uh, it just kind of, I, I saw his quotes about it and I was like, wow, this is something that they say about yeah, Ninja too. Yeah, I don't know what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't 
really follow them that much. I just know that these major headlines, but like that's probably the one of the big negatives I've seen. Yeah. Usually it's more of a him just breaking a record or some shit. Right, right. Moving right. the mixer or whatever. But this is like, nope, he's just kind of an asshole apparently. Mm-hmm. Well... So it's, it's a shock that he doesn't get along with Dr. Disrespect because it <laughs> seems like he's on the same page with him as far as insulting people. Yeah. Okay. Well, but... how do you feel about talking about something that doesn't suck? <laughs> okay, so I'll cross vacuum talk <laughs> off of the outline. Yeah. Okay, what do you have? What 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 um, doesn't suck? Okay, well, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I have I have the odds are in its favor that it doesn't suck. I just randomly happened upon this today. And I'm clearly very late to the game because I got taken to an article about a Kickstarter, which has already been funded. But essentially, I discovered this game called Peace Island, which is in development. And it is about (laughs) you play as a group of nine cats on this island going around solving murders. It sounds insane. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I was like... Holy shit, as I was reading it, I was like, is this real? Is there going to be a quest where you find out Ninja did it and it's okay? I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll have to find out if he backed the Kickstarter. (laughs) Not Um, some pieces of shit. Yeah, not some random pieces of shit. Don't make money for backing Kickstarters. Yeah. It's good to know that you're a piece of shit if you don't make money off video games. Um, So, anyway... uh, this game, I looked, there's some screenshots and a little bit of video, and it looks really great to me. I think it's, like, it's realistic graphics, so, like, they look like real cats. Um, and they only have a couple of them built so far, but, um, so the Kickstarter was funded, but you can go to the Kickstarter to look it up, or you can also go to, I guess, what the guy has a, they have a Patreon now. Um, and there's some information on there that's available to the public without being a, pa- a patron. So uh, if anybody's curious to see uh, some more information about a little game about cats solving murders, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash peace island. Um, it, looks, it looks pretty legit to me so far. I'm definitely considering. Uh, the, the creator, his name is Eric Blumrich. Okay. If I said that right. Probably. So it looks like it's PC... They're working on it. He obviously was like a one-man crew for a while. He's got mm-hmm. like another developer. It looks like helping now full-time. And they're, yeah. they're trying to get another, a third developer as full-time. But Yeah, that's their goal right now is to um, get a little bit more money. So, so can... yeah, I'm not sure how far in development they are. But, like, this game is definitely up my alley. Yeah. Um, You know, being the cat enthusiast I am. Right, right. This definitely has my interest. Uh, so it's PC. And I think they either have a beta now or are going to have a beta within a little period of time. Yeah, I think it's up. alpha right now. Beta uh, is soon. But um, I think I definitely would like to look into whether we can help help and fund be involved. it and, yeah. and get some kind definitely. of a, you know gameplay of it in the beta. Yeah. But yeah, so this is like a really cool idea. So this is basically he just had this like dream game idea and mm-hmm. he just went for it. It seems like right. Yeah. Like that that's crazy to me. Like I know. I know it happens every day, but like yeah. I just I guess I'm not that kind of person that I feel I could like comfortably do that and yeah. I just like it just impresses me when I see others doing it mm-hmm. cuz I just I would be too too scared to take a jump like that, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so that was kind of interesting. You said so there's nine cats that yeah, the game is based on. Yeah, that's so what you it's said. not gonna be like you make your own cat. It's gonna be like there's just nine default cats and you play as them. Uh, yeah, I think it's like each cat has their own set of skills kind of situation. Okay, and you I, kind of work together to like like get depending clues on which and thing find, like to get to certain areas. And... I think that's how I, that's my impression okay. of just. I mean, reading we're a just bit. guessing, but yeah, yeah. Like, um, they describe it as an open world adventure game about cats on a remote main yeah. island. So well, that just kind of had me. I would just saying nine cats you will play as. It kind of makes me wonder lives. if it's supposed to be playing on nine lives, and is it going to be like, are they dead? I don't. Are they solving their own murders? I don't know. I think they're. I think it's about humans, but. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen one human in the game. I mean, they're obviously... Well, they're, the humans They are clearly gone. are in, like, a industrialized town. Yeah, but the, like, as far I'm as I can tell, the, the humans are gone. Anyway, okay. it yeah, looks I mean, great. And one of the cats, the first cat's name is Elizabeth, which I think is hilarious. So... Yeah, is it Elizabeth the first? Probably, yeah. So, anyway, uh, just wanted to share that. It's not, like brand new information but it's uh, still in development and if anybody else likes cats and solving murders and video games then uh, go to town i mean i like three like- things do you like cats <laughs> do you like solving murders and do you like video games yeah um th- interesting they're supposed to have it on i think it said oculus like one of the vr yeah they did say that uh there was plans that go to vr right. but i don't know if it said specifically which i'm i mean obviously i'd hope psvr because that's what i have i know but, I but I, i'm assuming it it's say Oculus that, because they're doing pc but obviously they're going to be focusing on just, just getting, getting the, the game out, out first before yeah. the vr side of it because that's going to be way more work i'm sure i'm sure yeah but i really hope that it gets like comes to fruition because it sounds like such a cool idea yeah i i mean i'm obviously crazy for cats <laughs> so this is like a great game mm-hmm. for me to to be able to play if that's the thing at some point mm-hmm. so yeah I mean, we should definitely look into it yeah but yeah so go help out yeah it's a a developer a very small developer yeah. really like three people i think at most yeah one was the, the original so yeah it's i mean very very small group you know he's going for a dream so let's help him Plus, we want to play the game. So. Yeah. yeah. And, help, and help if you out. don't help him, then I may not play. <laughs> and that does not help me. Right. So help him help me. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all we've got for news this week. Because I, unfortunately, haven't... I've been very busy with work, so I haven't been... Uh, yeah, we both have. Elbow deep in anything. Yeah. Plus, you got that eye situation where your eye's in the back of your head, so you right. can't really yeah, see that well. Yeah, it's hard to play games whenever... Yeah, exactly. So... Hopefully you can get some drops for that. Yeah. And can do a double 180. Yeah. On your vision. Um. Well, I mean, since we're talking cats. Yeah. I did play a game. It was a Cat Quest 2. Oh, I see. Okay. And I know what you're thinking. Well, where did Cat Quest 1 ever come into play? <laughs> so, I feel like I remember you play. Is this the game where you were like a little cat with a sword and there were like dragons yeah. and whatnot? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. So that game I would play on the Switch. Yeah. Love that game. I know. You were like and super into that game. I just stumbled across the sequel literally like a few nights ago on Xbox. Okay. Just scrolling through the store. I didn't even look for it. I just came across it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't like... I knew that it was like a thing that they were like planning to do, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like you weren't done. Okay. And I think it just came in... came out recently. 
like okay. the 24th or something, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a pretty small price to pay for this game. It's $14.99 US dollars, whatever that is. Where Elsewhere. Else? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figure it out yourself. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, Google. I'm not your calculator. <laughs> uh, it's on PC. It's on Xbox, PlayStation. Uh, it's on Switch. So pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, and pretty much like kind of like you said, it's you, you're. This story is a little different. There's there are dragons, but it's not based off the dragons this okay. time. Uh, so this is pretty much a uh, well. It's developed by the Gentle Bros, and it's published by P Cube Limited. Okay. Um, it's a 2D open world action RPG, kind of like Top View. Right. Kind of like a dungeon crawler, but like way more simplified. It's. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, the plot point is it's set between two empires. One is the Filingard. Okay. Uh, they are the cat, you Kingdom, know, society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Lupus Empire. <laughs> okay. They are diseased dogs. <laughs> lupus Empire. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, given the name is Cat Quest, I guess they, I guess that shows <laughs> what they, they think of dogs. dogs. Like they're all diseased. Um... And so that the whole premise is like it's it's a co-op game, so it's two characters. You can play single player and just swap between them, or mm-hmm. you can play co-op with somebody else, which I would love to do with you. Hmm, interesting. But you've been too busy not playing games with me. So. Oh yeah, I don't recall uh, you ever asking. So well, there's that. You were asleep. So okay. <laughs> but so yeah, you pretty much the whole point is like you are both former kings or something of your to empires uh-huh. and whatever has happened for whatever reason you guys are no longer in power of your empires and so it's like you're trying to work together to bring them back united okay. and stop war between them and like get you know back into your positions gotcha it's fun it's simple like i said it's uh a lot they've improved a lot since the first game there's a lot more like uh weapons magic spells that you use armor upgrading on all of these things it's it's like more advanced than it was okay. in the first game uh but that said it's still a very simple game oh, I, was um, gonna, I was gonna ask you. i don't know to be honest i'm not sure if this is meant for children or not okay <laughs> if it is then it says very little about my ability <laughs> because it, it's kind of one of those games where there's there's parts where you just you might get stuck and you might have to keep doing it over and over and over. And then when you finally get it, you'll be so fucking like, satisfied that you did it, you know? Yeah. And uh, just because, like, each quest is, like, a different level tier. So, like, okay. obviously you get experience as you, like, do the quests and the side quests and all that stuff. And so, mm-hmm. like, you'll get to, like, a level, you know, let's say you're level 25. You get to a level 30 quest, you know, you might want to try it you know you might right. be able to do it you might not it just depends on like how your stats are and all that stuff and mm-hmm. like how you are it, it does include a lot of strategy in the sense of like fighting the enemies mm-hmm. it's very basic but like there is strategy within that where you might have to hit them a few times and then roll back mm-hmm. because they're gonna counterattack, right and then go back in for a few more hits mm-hmm. roll back like it's gonna be like that kind of strategy where okay. you can't just button mash and you've got to learn how the you have to be attacks. patient you can't okay. just jump in and try and and hit everybody as much as you can bummer yeah um but it's fun you, don't you know you be speaking directly to me with that statement <laughs> we talk about you know, like literally talking about how i play <laughs> i didn't say anything uh-huh 
but in the best part of this game mm-hmm. is the uh, the dialogue is very cat pun oriented. Oh, good. So good. it's got a lot that of like great. ridiculous puns within like names or just mm-hmm. the way they say things or yeah, you know. So it's it's up right my up your alley. alley. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's my jam for <laughs> yeah. sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it. Okay. Well, uh, I can't wait to check I'm it out. only, I think, uh, about a third the way through, I think. Okay. But I've pretty much experienced what there's experience. Mm-hmm. They've improved, like, on the dungeons. Like, they have, like, more puzzly stuff in the sense of, like, knowing when you can go through without spikes hitting you, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more advanced, like, to get through dungeons than the first game. But mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. And I, I mean, I might even get it on the Switch after. Yeah. If I want to, like, for travel when we, like, visit and stuff, family or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be a good game just to kill time and, like, the drive or whatever. Yeah. While you're driving. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this game is a definite improvement off the first game. It's just pretty much more of what you enjoy. Um, just slightly better. Right. And as far as I can tell, you don't really need to have played the first game to jump into this one because... The character visually looks the same, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's not the same character. So I don't think you're missing any story progression okay. from that game to this one. I think they're just using the same character, the same mechanics, and yeah. the same character. Okay. So, uh, but uh, even on that though, like you, you have tons of armor customizing and all that. So mm-hmm. like you, you make your character look different okay. wearing helmets and armor. So it's not like you're gonna see the same character anyway. So okay. Um. But it's a lot of fun. It, it's for people that want that crawl, that you know, dungeon crawler style. But they also like cats. Also like cats, <laughs> and not to have to put a lot of commitment into beating games. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm having fun. Uh, so that's good. I'm probably like I said about a third of the way in, okay. but I'm definitely gonna finish it. It's got achievements, so yeah. So of course. That's what it's you know. That's really I did debate it. if I should go jump on Switch and buy it. Yeah. And I was like, well, they don't have achievements. <laughs> it's like I'm paying the same price and I'm not getting the achievements. Yeah. You know. Might as well buy the achievements. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, you want to take a quick break? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll come back and start on not TV. be on break. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Okay. <laughs> And we're back to dissect some goddamn fiction. <laughs> yeah, we are. And shit on people below us who don't make money <laughs> for dissecting fiction. Right. Not that we're making any money. I was like, but... do we have to shit on ourselves? Because I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to for now. <laughs> okay, just to prove a point. You know, at some point we might start making something, but right now... The rules are rules. We, we yeah. technically have to shit on ourselves. Okay, well, we're going to have to rewrite those rules. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I guess our first thing in television, that's where we're at right now, is uh, something people have been waiting for for quite some time, and it kind of is a, it's also gaming related. So you may, anybody may know what I'm talking about here. The Halo TV series finally got some news. Um, it was announced in 2013 and then has just been chilling in like a wine cellar development in quote unquote development for like years. And then finally yeah. they made some progress in 2018. It was just sitting on somebody's desk and yeah. they forgot about it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. They were like using it as a napkin Stamps. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Approved. <laughs> like, like, what's this? I need to get this off my desk finally. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, announced... 
when is this today or no it was a couple days ago two oh, days ago should be within the week so yes. that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah i know uh two days ago uh that the production which is on showtime is finally officially beginning production they have like a cast photo that they posted um, and they're officially underway with... Uh, okay, so they're not just trying to figure out production. They are actually... They're actively, like, okay. going. And they have, like, there's new cast members and some other stuff going on. And a lot of people I don't recognize, but um, there's uh, Danny Sapani, <laughs> uh, who, I guess... Yeah, it's something funny. <laughs> yes. He clearly... It's just... That can't be how it's pronounced. Um was from Harlots, Mother, Father, Son, and the Bastard Executioner, who's going to portray Jacob Keyes, uh, the captain of the Pillar of Autumn in Halo Combat Evolved. I know nothing about what that means, but hopefully you do. Um, I'm going to be <laughs> honest, I don't. Okay. I mean, I probably should, Okay. but I haven't played that in a long time, okay. and that name does not pop in as anything important okay. off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, Olive but Gray. I'm assuming it's a character that you deal with in the game. Yeah, I mean, that's a prob- probably a part safe of bet. the story campaign. Yeah. Uh, there's a Olive Gray who is from EastEnders and Home from Home. Uh, we'll play his daughter Miranda Keys, who's a supporting character in Halo 2 and 3. Okay. Um, what are they going to do about Alicia Keys? No. <laughs> She's not in this that I, that I know of. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then they're going to have Charlie Murphy, which is actually Charlotte Murphy, but she goes by Charlie, FYI, uh, who's from Peaky so Blinders. her name identifies as a male. Yes. Okay. Um, she's from Peaky Blinders and Happy Valley. She's going to be playing Mackie, or Mackie, an orphan human raised by the Covenant who shares its contempt for humanity. That's a fucking interesting yeah play on a character yeah and it's in this article they're, they're pretty sure that the character is created exclusively for the series which is yeah that, that, that i was gonna say that doesn't like, sound that doesn't like sound a, familiar to me but that doesn't mean that much, definitely but. doesn't sound like a character i recall being in the game yeah. that's a new twist on it that's pretty cool yeah uh so obviously in case you didn't notice all three of those actors almost entirely just british television so i i don't recognize most of them hmm. Um, I do recognize the one because I just started watching Peaky Blinders, which I'm still really far behind on. But anyway, so it's supposed to debut in 2021. Um, there's still no official Halo page on their Showtime website, um, but we do know that they're making progress. So yeah, this whole show was just a weird one for me because, like I said, they announced it back like 2013. And it sounded like a great thing, but then it was going to be on Showtime, and it just mm-hmm. seemed like, well, who, who the fuck has Showtime? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just not cool, but I don't feel like many people have Showtime. It just seems like you're missing a lot of audience. Yeah. I used to have Showtime whenever, I think Dexter was on Showtime, like back in the day. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty much it. But that was like I when I lived with my dad, because he paid for it. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's Halo, so it's a Microsoft franchise uh-huh. and i don't think that they're putting it on showtime to have nudity and swearing and excessive violence you know what i mean it's not gonna well, be I mean, that kind of a show excessive violence maybe Nah, because halo's even though it's like a shooter it's very cartoony shooter hmm. okay i don't know it just seems like they wouldn't go that route okay. for like a brand well i guess we'll see just for like the branding right right pr of it all yeah 
that's pretty much all the information I had on it. It just I think people would be potentially excited to know that they're officially, officially, officially doing stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I, I, it was one of those things that people just assumed it was gonna be canceled at some point, and right. we we're just waiting for that announcement. Yeah. And, so it is kind of nice to see that they are still following through. It did it say anything about whether Steven Spielberg was still involved at any capacity with this mm, show? Not that I saw. I think he was supposed to be producer or something. Because it was back when like Xbox One was first out and about, and they were announcing all this TV side that they wanted to do within Xbox. You know, they had like the TV uh, live channel stuff that they scratched after a little while. You know. Right. Um. It this article that i found didn't have anything about like producers okay and director maybe and he dropped stuff, off so. then i mean i'm sure he had other things he'd rather work on so but i know he had made like a partnership with them over this show i believe so okay at the time of the announcement it first came out but yeah i mean i'm interested i just looks like at best 2021 20, is the yeah. earliest we'll be seeing this yeah if we have showtime if we have showtime by then well, we've got a lot of time to make plans so yeah if they don't change the deal and somebody doesn't acquire showtime between now and then yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, speaking of streaming services. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus, not usually in the headlines, but what? they made an appearance this time. Yeah. Uh, this, I feel, is kind of like an obvious, but yeah. I guess it needed to be stated. Uh, so Kevin Feige uh, was interviewed, and he confirmed that watching the TV show, the, the Marvel shows on mm-hmm. Disney Plus will be needed in order to fully understand the movie connections mm-hmm. going forward. Of course it will. Yeah, right? I mean, they're not... <laughs> if you didn't need this connection, then it's no different than the fucking shows they were doing before in phase one that yeah. didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So the fact that they're doubling down on this means that it's going to matter. Yeah. So I thought that was just kind of like a obvious, but and they uh, want all the people like us who were just following the movies to actually commit and watch all the TV shows as well. Yeah, by end of their streaming service and all that. Exactly, they just want so, us to go to both services. Obviously, service and theater. Yeah, it's not no no one should be surprised by this. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, he's pretty much saying that we're gonna have homework. Yeah, you know. Well, we're going to have to do some homework at home I mean, watching doesn't sound like the bad show. homework. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'll do the homework. <laughs> Is there extra credit? As, at least it's not an essay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what I need to know is, will there be standardized, te- standardized tests at the end of each year? <laughs> so this is, we have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have nine shows that are confirmed, but not necessarily given release dates. Just shows that we know will happen. As far as we know, at this point. Okay. Assuming they aren't canceled. Mm-hmm. We have the all the ones that were announced at uh, D23, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, What If, that's the cartoon alternate yes, reality yes, kind of yes. stories. Hawkeye, which I guess we don't know if that's even happening. There's the rumors right, that it might right. be canceled or looking to retell the story without Hawkeye, which makes a lot of fucking sense. I don't know. These are all yeah. rumors, obviously. Yeah. But given the whole drama with him and his ex over their divorce and child custody and claims of whatever has happened between them. Right. Um, there is supposed rumors that they may steer away from using him entirely. But, I mean, as far as we know, that's still a show. 
Uh, and then there's the Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, which are all established but not given release dates because they have done nothing with that yet other right. than say they exist. So I'm kind of interested too, though, because like knowing that we have to watch both shows and movies to like fully grasp everything, I kind of wonder if that's going to be like a more tied in thing where like something that happens in one show, could somebody disappear? Let's say like somebody quote unquote dies in a show, right? Off camera or something. Right. And then they fucking show up in a movie. Easily, In yeah. like another realm or some mm-hmm. crazy shit like that. Definitely. You know, like, because that would be kind of interesting if they, they go that route where it's like, like, or even like assemble where like characters from the movies end up in like showing up in the shows. Mm-hmm. That aren't necessarily a part of that show, but they may be in an episode or, or, you know, a few of them. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't sound like that's going to happen for the first seasons of these shows, but who knows? It could get more complex with that kind of stuff. Uh, We do know that uh, Scarlet Witch is going to tie into Doctor Strange because I believe she's... The show's going to tie in, and I think she's even in the movie. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. And then they even said that Loki is going to tie into doctor strange directly really okay um recently that was said and then i believe there was even talks that a dead character will be coming back in the next phase of some capacity well okay that could easily just be referring to the what if show yeah that's true sorry um, i don't want to burst your no i mean (laughs) they specifically said something for an end game or whatever okay but no actually i don't think that's what they were referring to because again that's like a cartoon it's not really okay I don't know. I'll look. I'll look up the article and and show you up later. Okay, that's fine. And just gloat about it all night. Mm-hmm. Fucking talk shit about you with my cats about yeah. how you you didn't know you weren't in the loop when I was. Okay, you have fun with that. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a couple smaller. I mean, they're not really news. It's just kind of good to know tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. So Brooklyn Nine Nine was a show we enjoy. Uh, it was announced to have its new season premiere uh, February 6th of next year. And it's going to be a one-hour premiere, so double the 9-9. The 9-9! Nine nine. Nine nine. Yep. Um, that, that's basically it. We like that show. Yep. Now you know when to come back out. Yep, mark your calendars. And then Carla Urban, who is the... Uh, what's his character name on The Boys? I literally... The Butcher. Yes. Or is it just Butcher? It's Butcher. Billy Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. So his character, uh, he he posted that they were done filming for... I, I wasn't sure if they were saying the full show or just his stuff within the show. Mm-hmm. But he said that, that it was a wrap for their filming. Okay. Whatever context of that it is for season two of The Boys. Okay. And he put a mid-2020 release window in the in the post which you know it's an actor just saying this vaguely so it's not official but it's a time frame to i guess expect it yeah Yeah, until we get an announcement otherwise Mm -hmm. and then i guess going back to disney plus uh this actually kind of has me pretty excited because yeah well legally i don't know if i can be excited about this uh so (laughs) They are working on a Mighty Ducks TV show uh, I see. for Disney Plus, which, if anybody is unaware, is a was a movie franchise in the '90s about the Anaheim 
Mighty Ducks. Well, not about them. It spawned that team. Right. Uh, so it's it was about youth hockey. Mm-hmm. A bunch of misfits who get together and make a team and succeed and beat the batty team, you know. Mm-hmm. It was Karate Kid on skates. Fair. Essentially is what it was. It's a fair statement. Uh, but, you know, it was hockey, so it was actually a cool fucking Better, sport. yeah. Hella shade. Hella shade. If you like karate, please write in to Steven and tell him. <laughs> tell him why you like karate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I obviously Disney owned the Mighty Ducks hockey team at the time. And that's kind of why they started this whole franchise of movies. And mm-hmm. there was the animated cartoon where there were superhero hockey armored ducks that shot puck bombs at their enemies. Yeah. I feel like you have no clue what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. It seems like you don't. Anyways, so, you know, the, I think they sold the team after a certain point. I don't think they've been owners of the team for a while now. So they're just the Anaheim Ducks. So they kind of like rebranded. But um, I thought it was kind of interesting. So I guess they still have rights to the franchise of the movies and stuff, even though it was technically the same at the time of the team. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe I'm just an idiot, and everyone's like, yeah, that's no big deal. But I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, So, I'm going to have to look into it with my lawyer if I'm allowed to watch this, being a Sharks fan. (laughs) Okay. But if so, then I'll probably check it out. Got it, got it. Sounds good. Okay. So, that's pretty much it for TV news. Yeah. I feel like, overall, it was kind of a slow news week. Um... There was, a, like, Not more slow, stuff that, um, there was, like, rumor stuff that I just, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want to have a lot of rumor stuff. So there was. There just wasn't a lot of, like, concrete stuff. There was, like, DC stuff about, um, like, more of, like, the shows or whatever, but I just, like, eh. Yeah, we don't, we're not a rumor podcast, so. We have, well, I mean, we do say some stuff. I mean, but we're not here I am kind of considering adding a section that's just rumors. Yeah. We'll, like, probably work on that. Yeah. And, and probably tighten it up and okay. stuff. We just want to make it very obvious that. When yeah. we are speaking about rumors that they're not, like, perforted as facts, so. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> so. That is a fact. <laughs> not a rumor. Uh, so do you want to talk about what we watched this week? I mean, did you watch anything? Because your eyes are rolled Well, back. that was before this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. My eyes only recently became stuck in the back of my head. Okay. Because but, of all the Fortnite talk. But going forward, you might not have much to contribute. It might be rough, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, we will go with what you have done before. Yeah. The eye. The eye incident. incident yeah. Of 2019. It's called Fortnite Eye. Fortnite? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like German Fortnite. Yeah, it does. Fortnite. So, what we watched was South Park, and we finished it. Yes, we continued that. Yeah. We we did talk about it, like, the first yeah. episode or yeah. so. But you finished the season, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a yeah. short season it was, very it was like season. what six episodes i even like googled to make sure i was like not mistaken yeah i'm mistaken because it was like it even called it the season finale I was like this is probably like a play on the yeah. theme of the episode right, right. it's probably not the finale I but was it was surprised that it was the last episode yeah so what do you think i thought it was a good season it was a, a little bit more uh politically charged <laughs> god yeah a little heavy in some some episodes um 
but still hilarious. So, yeah. I mean, as always, never afraid to make fun of anyone, literally anyone. Yeah, and what <laughs> I actually really enjoyed was when they would make jokes about either a group or a type of person mm-hmm. or just a thing. You wouldn't know if they were trying to insult it. Yeah. Or just spread awareness to yeah. the double standard, if you will, right, of right. something. Yeah, I thought it, they left it open-ended for you to decide what to be outraged and about. And so, like, I was like, I don't know if, like, they're insulting me for agreeing with this or yeah. if if they are agreeing with me. Yeah, it's always difficult with them. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I liked the season. I was just upset it wasn't longer. Yeah, and that, I mean, they kind of slowly have transitioned that to, to be more relevant, I guess, with their episode mm-hmm. you know content because they you know they had that whole documentary about how they made the the one about the uh obama election yes it was like it was like they made it like that day yeah that, that, and they had know. two episodes basically and they were just waiting yeah. to decide which one to post mm-hmm. or finish yeah yeah so that's crazy uh they kind of took from there they decided they were going to try to more focus on on the content and not so much having full long seasons of randomness so they're kind of you know like how they kind of tie in more with these seasons now they're they have jokes that they set up that pay off like yeah episodes later yeah and a lot more callbacks i think yeah so a lot more symbolic meanings behind the the jokes that they tell mm-hmm. so yeah south park was just rocking it again yeah you know going down the south park have yourself a time friendly faces everywhere yeah <laughs> no you want me to continue do you want to continue not really okay yeah, I didn't know we were going to do the whole thing. I wasn't trying to. Okay. But then you were like, no, we're going to do it. I just did the one line. Well, anyway. One more than it should have been. Okay. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to participate. There's no participation trophies. Oh, I didn't want a trophy. <laughs> so we also watched, uh, what did we watch, like a couple episodes of Silicon Valley or just one? Just I, one. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the second one actually is probably on tonight, but okay. we yeah. just saw the one. Yeah. Or was it two? I think it might have been two. Unless it was just really long. It was two. I don't okay. know why I thought it was one. Okay. Either way, it was funny. It's more of the same hilarity. I think I got better. Yeah. I feel like last season kind of dragged. I last agree. season, I maybe the one before even. Um, it just kind of felt like they lost the the magic of the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It definitely seemed funnier to me. I agree. This but one, it's like the same type of humor is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. They just did it better. Yes. Uh. And I think that they, it looks like they're going to focus on each character a little bit more Mm -hmm. and give them more of a character development Mm -hmm. uh, within the season. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird though, because what's the one character? The actor who's uh, playing in the Eternals movie. Oh, Camille Longiani? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, He didn't look that buff to me. Oh, yeah. And he's fucking ripped now and i know he was filming this during shit with the eternals because he uh was late to a marvel gathering thing Mm -hmm. because of work on this show i wonder if it's like it was like a news thing that he like the third uh episode and he start he like joins a gym or something and like maybe we'll see maybe they'll tie it into the the the, the story otherwise it'd be kind of awkward or just like not mention it <laughs> or acknowledge it but like yeah. in like a humorous way yeah. of like yeah not knowing why he's buff I'm sure but Gil he's Boyle's like gonna have a ton of jokes yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it's it's been good so far yeah. um 
I, they're usually what like 10 episode seasons i think this is I the finale so. right they're done with this show after this season i, I think i think so yeah you know he also has a podcast by the way camille mangiani yeah with his wife right yeah i mean good luck with that <laughs> I mean, we kind of took the market but okay. whatever all right <laughs> whatever poser okay boomer all right <laughs> since that's a thing apparently apparently now. yeah found that out yesterday and i didn't understand why it was a thing or how long it's been a thing but i wonder if it, does there's it, a lot of memes that it's a thing does it make us boomers that we don't know the meme <laughs> i mean chronologically we're not no like legally speaking we're not of course because we're not nearly old enough i just I, I feel out of touch i'm always out of touch there's this rapper chick now oh, that B. everyone keeps referring to and i don't know who she is i know who cardi b is that's just because you don't listen to the radio well you listen to talk radio well listen to the podcast now well, but yes yeah, but when if you i'm not when... podcasting i'm listening to talk radio yeah yes. or like sports or something you don't listen to like music radio so of course you don't know no, who she is i don't i just yeah, i don't i don't understand there's not this... really your thing I'm sure she's not. Even if you did listen to music, it wouldn't be for you. It just like somebody referenced that she was like, they were like something like, my parents got Freddie Mercury at Live Aid and we get Cardi B in 2019 or some shit like that. I was like, I don't understand what that's supposed to mean. That means... I know who Freddie Mercury is. That means... But he wasn't even my generation, so... Well, I think what that means is fuck our lives. We have terrible musicians in modern day society. But that person could be serious because it sounds like a hilarious joke to me of like, we have this genius musician who used to be doing things like like in society and now we have this person who can barely... I took it like they were comparing them like they, they were like... That's who their Freddie Mercury is. I, God, I hope not for society's sake. But like, I didn't know who she was, so right. I uh, would, I would really like to just hope that they were being sarcastic. That that it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can hope. Yeah. I just, you know, maybe I will try to search Twitter for that post again. Okay. So I can and ask hope them that I can ask them. Yeah. Please tell me you were being sarcastic. I, is that not obvious? Yeah. No. I was... Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was saying that you would say that to them. Okay. I yeah. thought you meant okay. like... Not, not I... Nope. ...wasn't sarcastic <laughs> about that, and I would really go out of my way I to do this. I knew you were being sarcastic. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. We watched those two shows. Mm-hmm. We watched the entire season of South Park. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. We watched a couple episodes of Silicon Valley. Also enjoyed it. Yep. We were, uh... It's almost as though we enjoy comedies. What? <laughs> and good programming. Yeah. I mean, that's not wrong. But we don't seem to enjoy Cardi B. Yeah. Or Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did see a picture of her. Uh-huh. And you could argue that she is from Fortnite. You could. It's very true. She does look like she's like she a live action looks Fortnite like a character. Fortnite character. It's not wrong. Should we take another short break and talk about movies in a bit? Yeah, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and not take a break. Yep, as usual. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. And we're back. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's great about taking breaks on podcasts? What? You could be gone for days at a time and people wouldn't know. That's true. Theoretically, I could have gone, played a game of hockey, you know. Theoretically? Been down 5-1 and then come back and tie it and win in a shootout. Take yeah. a shower, eat some pizza, 
Yeah. Get back on the, the rest of the podcast. Yeah. It's like you time traveled. Yeah, right? Yeah. We could even like record stuff as though we're from the past. You know, like we could like record like we're like 1920s mobsters doing they're a podcast. Recording podcast. And then just claim that like they're like old audio footage. Yeah. Like what they keep doing with Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finding new recordings yeah. every, like, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We should try that. I'm just saying, we, we could. Yeah. Nobody would know. That's a good point. Called podcast time travel. Yeah. So speaking of time travel, we had something from the past just force its way into something from the future. Uh, one of the first things we have for movie news is that during a filming for Eternals, they found an unexploded bomb. I'm not really sure why they needed to qualify it with unexploded, because I think that's fairly obvious, uh, on set um, while they were filming, which was, I guess, a leftover situation from World War II, and so they had to, like, evacuate um, the area while they figured that all out. It's pretty crazy. I, um, I guess you could say it was a blast from the past. You could. You could say that. Or I guess it wasn't, because it was intact. That's fair. Yeah. I guess you could go either way with A potential it. Blast from a the potential past. blast from the past, yeah. Or maybe Michael Bay was directing the scenes. It's possible. That's also possible. But it didn't explode, so maybe he wasn't. They must have like escorted him off the property before before he was, he was able. able to like film. Mm-hmm. WB was like, "Who the fuck invited Michael Bay?" Yeah. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, I guess the it's on the Canary Islands. The, uh, the island of Fuerteventura, uh, one of the Canary Islands, and uh, the Nazis had a base on the same island during World War II, and so everybody's there under the assumption it was left over from that time. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, just makes you wonder, like, how did it go that long? I know. Undiscovered. Like, where were they filming? Were they filming, like, like in, in nature? In were the they on, like... Nowhere? Yeah. Yeah, like, were they not at a studio? I they I feel like it has to have been like an outdoor situation. The the article says that actually across Europe unexploded bombs regularly cause evacuations, often during construction and agricultural operations. How crazy would that be? Yeah. You're just going about your business, like building or like digging a hole for foundation and then you're like, Oh, there's a bomb here. Yeah, that's that's just <laughs> that's terrifying. That is crazy. And would the bomb be like this is probably a dumb question. Do bombs expire? <laughs> I mean, I was wondering the same thing. Would like it still have the ability to have its chemical reaction, or would that kind of like die out over a long period of time? Yeah, I, I have no idea about the the type of bomb that we're talking here. So, okay. well, wow, that's pretty embarrassing. It. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like according to TV and movies, some bombs are no longer able to explode. Yeah, but that's just based on. Well, media. luckily they had all those superheroes there to Good save the day. Yeah, they could easily have stopped any problems. I thought it was kind of funny because the all the articles I read about it were like their headlines were Eternals cast uh, evacuated from yeah. filming mm-hmm. whatever site location. Yeah, and it just made me laugh. I'm like, oh, so the crew had to awkwardly sit there and yeah, hope they didn't blow up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was just worded very weird. Like, it yeah. wasn't anybody but the cast of the movie. Oh, this one actually says cast and crew. That's good. Yep. Uh, a little bit of excitement, I guess, for... Yeah, nobody was harmed. It was just Excitement a, and a fear. thing, yeah. And a slight historical education, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next 
piece of news is we have <laughs> now Disney is submitting a lot of names for Oscar consideration from Endgame, not just Robert Downey Jr. as everybody expected. Yeah, that was like all like there was like what the petition for Robert Downey Jr. and then he was like, no, he was like, yeah, leave let's me not. out of this. Yeah, <laughs> and then now Disney is just putting pretty much the whole cast in. Yeah. Some of them are kind of questionable. I'm like, okay. Like, I get why you're doing it because you don't want to upset anybody. But yeah, realistically, some of these people should not be on this list. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's going to be controversial to say, but Brie Larson, seriously, mm-hmm. she was in the movie like, what? Five minutes. Ten minutes yeah. at most. Like, yeah. Sure, she had a cool scene fighting Thanos, but like, come on. She was not That was yeah a useful supporting character yeah. in that movie. Yeah. I feel like... Uh... Like, Gwyneth Paltrow was in it a little bit more, but still, I don't really find that... Well, she's probably more so in it as a... Over the years of her participation in all of the movies. Not really so much this movie. I guess. I feel like, out of this list... Okay, well, so let's say... Let's see what we have. So we have Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, Josh Brolin, Paul Rudd, uh, Don Cheadle uh, for Sporting Actors... And then actresses, we have Scarlett Johansson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Zoe Saldana, uh, Karen Gillan, and Brie Larson. So this is most of the main cast, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much. I feel like half of these can go. Easily, I think, yeah. I would say Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Josh Brolin, and Scarlett Johansson, and Karen Gillan, I think would be... The only ones that you could legitimately say had a performance worthy of being on this list. Yeah, because the rest of them, like, yeah, they did a good job, but it was nothing over the top, and they weren't even in the movie very much, so... Yeah, you have to take into consideration how much of the movie they were in. Yeah, the percentage of the movie they were in was not enough to merit being submitted, in my opinion, as well. So, I think it's a little bit silly. Uh, There's different theories as to why Disney's doing this, but... Well, I mean, it's just... Why not? You mean, it, yeah. you know, like Game of Thrones, they did the same shit. They put pretty much everybody in, right? Yeah, that's true. It's it just more odds to win. Yeah. Because they don't care who it is. They just care that they get the fucking they win one, for yeah. their movie. Yeah. Just on the off chance that somebody, after, that they actually do pick one of their people. They want to have more people in the hat. One that I'm actually kind of surprised is not on here, though. Uh, Where's the rat? If anyone's going to be a supporting actor, I would say it's the the one responsible for the events to allow all of these actors to come back that's and point. save the day. That's a really good point. I mean, he was, or she, I don't want to discriminate. Yeah. I don't know the gender of this rat, but yeah. I would imagine if it were not for that rat, they couldn't have saved the day. That's a good point. We would be missing a good portion of events that happened in this movie if it weren't for the rats. Actions. Yeah. Like all of them. Yeah. Literally all of them. Just saying. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I expect to see one of them bringing home an Oscar, I would say, right? Yeah, I'm not really sure that they're going to win, but I do think... Well, I, I think, think... Robert Downey Jr. deserves it. I think it. he'll probably win just for, like, the... I don't know, what's the word you want to use? Uh, just, like, the impact it would have for society to see him... You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like it's just kind of like... Yeah, I, I get where you're going, It's though. more like a moment rather than, like... The actual, like, performance, mm-hmm. you know? True. Then again, the uh, Oscar committee doesn't always uh, feel how society feels. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, this, these aren't for best picture, right? True. So, 
I mean, you know, Suicide Squad won best costume shit, whatever the hell it was. I don't even understand how it's possible. Because there was nothing to, like, really... <laughs> nothing to compete with? Yeah. It, I mean, they didn't even have that great of costumes, personally, so... Yeah. They'll win something. But, I mean, whether it's these actors for these best supporting, who knows. But, I mean, they're going to win stuff for those movies. That's some portion of the Oscars. Yeah. Okay, so my next bit of news is very exciting for me, and I know you like these movies as well. The next Fantastic Beasts movie will release November 12th, 2021, which is so far away. It's like pretty much two two years, yeah, two right? Two years. Like, what? How? Well, is I mean, so they far? they probably took a break after the last one because I don't think it performed that well, did it? I don't think it did. I don't there have was the a, stats there, on it, but I no, feel like it right, didn't though. do as well as they wanted. It was a little bit um, lackluster compared to what they were expecting. I think there was some problems due to people being upset about Johnny Depp's casting and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I guess what they also did is they... Uh, so for the next one, there's a, like some key differences. They um, brought on Steve Cloves, who wrote all but one of the Harry Potter movie scripts as a co producer i believe um or co-writer um with jk rowling um the first two it was just jk rowling doing the whole thing and uh the studio brought this guy on again from the harry potter films which is either saying they aren't happy with how she's doing and they or it's just saying they want to bring a little bit more of that harry potter style into this series so I think that'll be exciting. And then also, I guess the movie's supposed to be huge. Like, uh, probably twice the... Con- somebody said twice the content of the last one. So it's going to be like a five-hour movie? God, I hope not. <laughs> I'm trying to find that part in this uh, article. I'm not seeing it. But it said something to that effect of how it was going to be so much bigger. So hmm. that's why it got pushed back. And they're uh, filming in Brazil. Brazil is just like lighting up the fucking yeah. movie industry with with they must have like events a, and a deal and... <laughs> um i'm sure there's got to be a, like a good reason there's getting a lot of uh filmmaking happening there oh yeah dan fogler said that it was pushed because the third movie was gigantic twice the size of the first two movies and but, they were smaller stories yeah especially the first one yeah but the second one was like a bigger story but it was kind of told in a more personal manner i feel Mm -hmm. uh there's a character that people are excited to see more of who's supposed to be more in this movie um wally hicks is a professor in uh ilvermoney the american hogwarts basically um and people that they're releasing information that she's going to be more involved in the story and the because she was in a, a teeny tiny little cameo background thing in the last movie so people are excited to see more of her in this upcoming one um and that's pretty much all there is on it but yeah um, so do you happen to know is this movie still like gonna be five parts or is it just gonna be a trilogy given like the lack of enthusiasm by harry potter fans for this side franchise i know it was like a five movie plan in the beginning but i'm curious if they're gonna shorten that because there was the rumors now that they're gonna do a two-part new storyline for harry potter where they're adults Mm, so i'm curious if they're gonna take the last two of this five movie deal and use it to do something else with with the that story or i don't know i 
That's all I've heard is rumors of that. So I don't know. I just was yeah, curious. Yeah, it was supposed to be the the five movies. That was the deal, like you said. Um, but it could. I'm thinking it could change if they bring they're they're bringing Steve Cloves on as the co writer. Yeah. So he may have some input that causes the five movies to change to less, or I guess they'll have to see how this third one performs with him uh, uh, helping out. Maybe it'll get better. People will re- receive it better, and then they'll might continue. But um, it's kind of. I think we can expect it to change quite a bit if the third one doesn't get better than the second one, hmm. as far as reception goes. I like them. I personally yeah. think they're probably better than Harry Potter, and I know I'm a minority on that because I'm more into the adult nature of these ones mm-hmm. and the creatures rather than the little shit kid fucking. Yeah. The creatures are growing, you know, coming of ages, bonding story. No, I agree with you on that, though, that the creatures are better. And I think that as an adult, these movies are better. The Harry Potter movies are better in my mind because they're so nostalgic to me. And I mean, I was already an adult when half of them came out, but I read the books whenever I was 12 and whatever, like this, the age that they are. I was basically almost, I think I was only one year older than Harry Potter or half a year older than Harry Potter was in the books. So it was very like hit home for me. Not home, obviously, because none of it actually happened. But, you know, it was like a nice escape from reality that seemed like it was possible in theory. So, but objectively as a film, I think you're right that there's a lot of features of the Fantastic Beasts films that are, that are more, um, more exciting. Yeah. I just feel like the, I relate to them more. Yeah. You know, because... Because you're not a child. I'm not a child. <laughs> I like using magic to capture beasts in a suitcase. You know, as you do. I do that often. Mm-hmm. So... And then step into the suitcase and go into your secret apartments, right? Yeah. Yeah. Normal stuff. I mean, that was implied, so I don't know oh. why you had to really establish Just making that. making it very clear for the listeners... Okay. ...where we're coming from. Um, I kind of wonder if they could even do, like, the the star wars approach and give like specific characters like a movie you know like mm-hmm. prequels or whatever have you i'd like to see uh voldemort right that's his name voldemort oh i'm not supposed to say it though huh you're right you're not but whatever well i'd like to see a movie about him and how he lost his nose okay <laughs> i think it's safe to assume it's from drinking unicorn blood okay because it's, uh, you know, whoever Well, drinks. they should definitely put labels on that. <laughs> may, may cause... May cause nose loss. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> a... A unicorn just comes up to you and just goes, I got your nose. <laughs> yeah. Just hooves your nose away. Yeah. They just use their, like, horn to, like, skewer your nose and take it off your Whoa, face. Oh, you took this to a violent place. Well. This is kid-friendly here. Oh, sorry. Um... That's why Harry never banged any of the chicks at school. Visibly. Yeah, he d- <laughs> that's true. He was doing, like, wand sex. Yeah, under the uh, cloak of invisibility. Yeah. Like, they didn't even know. <laughs> okay. Now he's doing it to a weird place. <laughs> Harry's a sick fuck. <laughs> he needs to be. He needs to be stopped. Yeah. Do you think they can hear her snoring? <laughs> I don't know. Where is she? My my cat is snoring right now. 
Oh, she's on the catch tree. Okay. Yeah. I hope they can hear it. Yeah. Otherwise, they're like, these people are crazy. There's yeah. no snoring. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Harry Potter. More of it. Well, I guess Fantastic Beasts. I guess it's not considered Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Do you think they'll just do the, the Broadway play thingy as movies? Or do you think they would have to do something else? Uh, I don't know about that. Because from what I understand, those aren't canon, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Doesn't she have something to do with it? The writer? Uh, no. Rowling? Yes, yeah, some, something to do with it, but as far as I'm aware, they're not canon. Like they're okay. That mean that seems weird. So the person who created this no, she didn't create the story. it. She's just it's like based on it's like I can't remember. What so the somebody title else is. made it and then she approved it as yeah. Like she a was thing. like yeah, it's fine. You can do that, but it's yeah. AU. But I get to turn any character gay at any point if I feel like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Harry's child, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the agreement. <laughs> She's got the final say. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got for news. Uh, you want me? To, let's see. I guess there's there's a few other items. You want me to continue? I can I can jump into okay. some of them. Okay. I'm just fatigued from that theoretical game I had earlier, so yeah. I thought I'd take a little breather and let you work on some of it. Yeah. But this is something I kind of want to fucking happen. Yeah. It's like at the point where there's so much news on this. I'm I just just tired. Of it it about needs it. to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I probably didn't care, but now I do. One, because I'm interested to see it. And yeah. two, just so it stops being news. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, Jason Momoa has shared a picture on, I think it was Instagram or Twitter yeah, or something. Instagram, I think. One of the social medias. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a black and white screenshot of him stabbing Steppenwolf, uh, the baddie from Justice League, mm-hmm. through the chest with his spear. And... Like, Wonder Woman, I think, was in the background, like, at yeah. a distance. Yeah. And uh, it, so it was basically a snapshot of part of the battle that would have taken place in the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie. Yeah. Which is a very infamous thing that it exists, and WDB does not want it to be released, and everybody else in the world does. I still don't really understand the issue just it doesn't yeah it doesn't make sense that they haven't because they took a hit on the you know the profits of that movie Mm -hmm. um they're rebooting the whole dceu yeah they're using some of the characters but they're they're rebooting it Mm -hmm. uh so really it makes no sense to not release it people Mm -hmm. want it release it it's obviously established that it's not canon Mm mm-hmm uh, especially if you're going to get rid of, you know, half of your main cast, you know, they're replacing Batman, they're replacing Superman, it seems. We don't know for sure, but that's the... That's the thought, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, make your money back. Please the people that want it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. You're not... You're yeah. not negatively affecting I your know. universe. Yeah, like, that's the thing is I don't see a downside. Like, exactly. worst case, you don't sell a lot of it, but if it's already a thing... Yeah. Hell, you could, like, resell the real version of the movie and have it within, like... Yeah. The, you know, special features as a bonus version. You don't even have to finish all the CGI and shit. Like... Yeah. People will just be, like, okay with that because mm-hmm. they just know it's not the finished product. And right. they just want to see what the overall story arc was going to be. Because it was drastically different. And this, uh, what I read was, like... So when he's basically piercing him up in the air mm-hmm. uh wonder woman comes in and decapitates him oh, like okay. straight up kills him nice okay mercs the bitch 
Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> well, that would have been interesting like, to see. I mean, and you know, that kind of goes with, you know, Zack Snyder's like tone, right? Very right. dark. And so like, but like the one we got, he doesn't even, nobody even kills him. The whatever minion creature things, whatever the hell they were called, turn on him because they like smell his fear being, you know, beat up by the Justice League. Yeah. So they, like, attack him, and he, like, teleports out while being attacked or whatever, carried out into some portal. So we don't know if he's dead or not, but, like, it, you know, like they didn't really do it, so that's, like, a huge drastic change. Not only did they not kill him, uh, it was going to be a very, very drastic. dark, yeah, <laughs> intense death. Yeah, not just, like, oh, he died. Like, whoa, what? <laughs> Wonder Woman's got some issues. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like they need to just release that shit already so we can all see it and it can stop being news. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's one day at a time. Hopefully we'll get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, speaking of Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. Aquaman, you know, yeah. plays uh, plays the king of the sea. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he is, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm labeling him that. Yeah. In fact, don't even call it Aquaman anymore. Just call it king of the sea. Yeah. Sea King. Sea King. Seeking a woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, get mine out of the gutter. We gotta talk news. Yeah. So the apparent okay, you remember you brought up uh, a while back like the whole like issue with Johnny Depp and his ex whatever. Yes. I think I don't even remember what the topic was. I think it was about like pirates or something. I don't know. Uh, it was about. Nope, I can't remember. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was about Johnny that. Depp. Yeah. And um, so his ex is actually the, uh, her name is Amber Heard. She's the one who plays Mara in the Aquaman movie, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize was her when we saw the movie. Yeah. And so when I found out who she was, it really disappointed me. So she basically, from what I understand, if I'm correct, faked a bunch of abuse that he had supposedly done to her in their relationship. That's to, you know, tarnish his image and right and get a bunch more out of him from the divorce. Yeah. Uh, so there's a petition. A lot of people are petitioning petitioning to get her basically fired from Aquaman too. I think there was even something ridiculous as to like have her replaced within the Aquaman movie too, or some ridiculous thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. If that that was... was when it first. Was the thing they were like have her replaced, but it was like like post production was already done. Like, yeah, it was they're not crazy. gonna put a bunch of money into CGI swapping a person. Yeah. So, um, so at the very least, they're hoping to get her fired from being in the next movie. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I, I don't personally feel like your personal life has anything to do with your career yeah. roles, but at the same time, it did affect him. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Because of the stuff she did. So I feel like in that sense, I guess it makes sense that she would also have to be, you know, getting the same treatment. Right. Um, yeah, because the everyone thinks that he lost the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. But, like, those movies were kind of on the way out already. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure really it wasn't sure going to do much terrible. better. He was actually in the movie, wasn't he? Wasn't he in the last movie? I think so. He was a smaller role, but yeah. I think he was in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, but, like, anything going forward, he was, like not involved he's now not involved in but i think Um, it would they were gonna reboot them anyway or whatever 
So. I mean, that's the talk now is they're, they're looking to reboot it. Um, but yeah, so like they have, do they, have, it looks like they have 34,000 already. Yeah. Which is, that's kind of I a lot. Surprised. Here's the thing. Do these change.org petitions even really do anything? Like I always hear about I... them. Like, do they actually make change? Like I've never really paid attention to whether something actually, <laughs> I mean, the main point of them was like for like real, like changes in like yeah, society like, oh, right not like a company dumping poison into this river or whatever like file this petition sign this petition and yeah get them to like, stop doing this that. is just kind of like there was even the one for game of thrones where people hated the last season so they're like oh let's get a petition to make them remake the entire season ridiculous. that is ridiculous yeah even if you got every person in the world to sign that fucking petition yeah they're not gonna waste the money Why to remake an that? entire season they don't give a fuck yeah Oh, you didn't like it? Don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is ridiculous in the sense of it's not going to happen. But I understand where people are coming from. Because I think you do need to held accountable if you are going to make such drastic claims like that. And mm-hmm. especially if it's not true. Yeah. You know, like, if you do something, you know, if you do abuse a person, you should be held responsible. But if you also fake the abuse which i guess in a sense is also abuse in itself right yeah you should also be held accountable like i think for the sake of equality i guess it should work both ways not just benefit of the doubt for one side yeah over the other i agree so yeah i'm i'm disappointed that this is even a thing because it like the article is like way more crazy shit going on like she's like counter she's like asking for his and then be tested for his mental stability or some shit because of, like, a countermeasure. Where was it? Oh, yeah, to try to get him removed from Fantastic Beasts or whatever. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. Oh, okay, sorry. So, yeah, so the petition is happening, and then it says, meanwhile, this is uh, Cinema Blend, by the way, in case people want to know the source of what we're reading. So Cinema Blend says, meanwhile, during this petition, uh, Amber Heard... Uh, has her own supporters and detractors, just like Johnny Depp, recently requested her ex-husband submit to a a mental health assessment as part of their current defamation case. Oh, right, yeah. I heard about that. So, basically, she's trying to prove that he's not a liable source to claim that she did this stuff. But I thought they had, like, footage of her... I thought there was footage, too. Like, with her sister or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, she was punching herself in the face to try and make it look like she... I don't know. That's yeah. what I thought that I read about. Yeah. But that was months ago, I feel like. So, it could have just not happened. Could have just been part of the whole stir of drama. But and last I did check, there was, like, security footage that proved something Yeah, that's in it. his favor. Yeah. Anyways, so, there's a petition. I don't think it's going to make a difference, but... Yeah. I feel like this whole thing is complicated because... I think that they're both good in their respective roles, and um, I don't necessarily think someone's personal life should prevent them from getting maintaining their livelihood or whatever. But yeah, I'm on the same page as you. Like, if, if you're gonna do something like lie or uh, misrepresent yourself to get someone else in trouble, that's a different issue. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, it's slander, right? Yeah. I mean, you can really ruin someone's life if you. Yeah, especially these days. Yeah. Um... And I think that's kind of what this ties into is just kind of more how society is with mm-hmm. uh, people's personal lives. They feel as they have a right to make decisions for whether people are to be punished for things that have nothing to do with them. 
Yeah. I mean, if she did actually, get, if they prove that she did for sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, lie about everything he did, then like, yeah, she should be punished, you know, because yeah. he would be punished. Yeah, I agree. Especially criminally, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's ever going to be an actual concrete answer to what happened. I just would love it if they could, everyone could figure it out so it could stop being news. Yeah. I mean, she did an okay job as the role, so yeah. I, I, it just bums me out because I was disappointed when I found out it was her. Yeah. Because Same. I was really kind of like, I don't respect someone who does something yeah, like that. Yeah, was if, a little bit tainted. So, But stay tuned. I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> I'm sure there will. Not that we will necessarily cover it. But yeah. um, speaking of replacing actors and actresses. Yeah, this is weird. This one feels like a fucking future story that yeah. I can't believe is happening already. Yeah. Um. So James Dean, you know that famous actor that has been dead for a very long time yes i do so he's going to be replacing a living actor uh-huh. through cgi tech in a film about the vietnam war okay maybe a hot take but you know how people are like why shouldn't why why are there able-bodied actors being cast as a disabled part hmm so are people going to come out and be like, why are dead actors being cast as a live actor part? <laughs> we need to use a live actors. <laughs> Maybe that's controversial, but I feel like I mean, is... then with the same argument, then should we not have dead actors used in roles where the characters are dead? It's just complicated. You're right. With all of these able abilities to complain everything gets very complicated yeah. in modern society uh this is just uh very shocking yeah uh, so the movie's called finding jack uh-huh um that's where i was even more confused because then i like i read the headline and i was like okay cool it's probably just a movie about james dean yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> so i'm like yeah. okay fine they couldn't find somebody that looks enough like him or whatever but that's clearly not the case yeah they just were like well we wanted james dean so <laughs> Yeah, so he died in 1955 at the age of 24. Mm-hmm. So. You know how? Because it was a car crash. Yeah, car crash. Down, that, yes. Yeah, I 46. see the gas station, yeah, whatever. Yeah, huge sign. Like that's yeah, their they really want to milk like, oh, that. Look, someone famous tie-in. died here. Super awkward. So apparently the family has given permission. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, I guess it's kind of surprising. But at the same time, I guess they probably want money out of it. Yeah. They're like, how? where's the check? Yeah. <laughs> This is just crazy to me because, mm-hmm. like, he's—you think he would have to have given permission, which he obviously couldn't do because this was yeah, long before long technology was a thing to even do this. The, so he wouldn't have even had the thought to. Yeah, as long as his estate signs off on it, there's. That's that's a slippery slope. I feel like for weird. society to be able to make decisions on, even just family members. Yeah. That's, um, but I, a lot of people are not happy about this. Rightfully so, I feel like. Yeah. Um, It'll obviously be really cool for like visual technology and the, like the, the, if it works and it yeah, looks to good, see how it looks. it'll be like a huge jump in the industry. But at the same time, it just seems so uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's like it's like I feel like it's area. I feel like it's a just not just inappropriate. I don't know. Just I don't know how to. Yeah, <laughs> I I know what you mean. <laughs> it's awkward. Yeah, um, but like that said, like I think if actors now want to sign up and say like in their will or whatever they would have yeah. to do legally, like I feel like 
I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, yeah, when yeah. I'm dead, do this. You could use me for These people you want. get the fucking profits out of it. You right. know, I I think that you'll see plenty of actors want to do that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it needs to start in that sense where you start getting approval before they're dead mm-hmm. going forward. So you forward. can't like go and posthumously defame someone's reputation if they would not have wanted that. Yeah. And like, yeah. what if it like doesn't look good or it doesn't, yeah. you know, people don't like the representation of yeah, the character. Yeah. Or it's a part they wouldn't have wanted to play. Or yeah. It's not, they're not portrayed how they would want it to. Cause I mean, you're essentially acting for them. I, I don't really know how, because it's an actor, and yes, you're using their likeness, but who's going to do the actual acting? Yeah, so I, it looks like, from what I understand, they're going to have somebody do it, and then they're going to manipulate old footage of him and pictures into CGI to overlap on the character, and the voice will be somebody else. Okay, obviously. but then now, like, who gets credit for the acting role? Yeah, I know. Can can they win an Oscar? <laughs> can you get a would, would the Oscar? estate get the Oscar if they win? <laughs> but what about the person who actually does the? Is there is there a person that's gonna be actively in the scene acting? Like I don't know, and then they're just gonna replace them with his body. Uh, let me look here. Okay, I feel like I read it somewhere, but I'm not saying it now. Yeah, I know. That's what I was like. I feel like I read a little bit about it and then I couldn't get a real answer. So it's not important, but it's to me, it's just kind of like this weird, like there's too many questions. Uh, Okay. Well, it says here, while finding Jack will be live action, the Hollywood reporter understands that Dean's performance will be constructed via full body CGI using actual footage and photos. Another actor will voice him. So maybe there won't be an actual actor. Maybe it will just be completely CGI. Okay. But they again, the kind of where you're asking. So the guy who's doing the voice is he now a voice actor? I guess he's he, just a voice he, actor. I guess. So he's up against like Bradley Cooper as Rocket. Yes. <laughs> as opposed to. God, wouldn't that be weird to see? Yeah. At the Oscars, <laughs> nominees for best voice actor. Yeah. Such and such as. <laughs> James Dean. Yeah. Bradley Cooper as Rocket. <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Vin Diesel as Groot. <laughs> and such and such as the Minions. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, how weird would that be? Yeah. It's a very... It's just opening... It's opening a lot of doors that lead to weird places, I think. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. Um, it's, that's going to be a whole of controversy on on especially like the rights after you know well at the family gives the permission right but then like does the company who is producing the film have rights to then go further with that because they would then technically own the cgi right character so then could they go and use that elsewhere yeah outside of this movie it's very interesting to think about Anyways, so I guess if anyone's ever wanted to see what James Dean would be like in modern day, you will get a chance. I guess. I knew a guy in high school that looked like James Dean. Was his name James Dean? No. I'm not that old. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be. You could just be yeah. CGI. You could have been CGI and I just didn't know. Okay, well that's pretty much all we have for the movie news. Yeah. There was actually more stuff. I just, 
it was like again more rumors on like there were some Batman casting rumors I don't I couldn't find if they were confirmed so I just kind of left them out so when we get actual confirmation we'll we'll talk about those hopefully next week I just feel like we always have something about the Batman casting yeah, and yeah. it wasn't concrete so I just concrete. wanted to yeah. besides I'm sure people already know what the hell it is so mm-hmm. okay so we have a couple trailers mm-hmm. and then we'll get on to our main event which is Dr. Sleep yes which we'll do a non-spoilery section and then a spoiler section for the movie okay. nothing too in depth just kind of our takes on it mm-hmm. okay so we have a few movie trailers uh the first one I uh, I didn't actually get to see it you didn't. We no. watched. It was in the theaters. No, yeah, the trailer played. I just I couldn't. You see the the guy. Okay, killing me right now. So like I don't know what I was watching because I couldn't see the guy. Right. Um. And at the end, it was called the Invisible Man. Yeah. Which is great, but I I wish I would have been able to see what I was watching. Right. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I can't. I don't feel I could give a proper opinion on this trailer because I don't know exactly what was shown okay well i think it looked creepy as fuck okay i was uh i think it's gonna be i was kind of borderline on whether i even wanted to see it or not because it looks it's gonna be rapey huh it, yeah it seems like it's gonna be rapey yeah like remember the one with kevin bacon like oh back in the day oh, you like didn't you like show like rape somebody in the movie yeah i think so what the fuck is that movie? it was invisible man that's fair i knew the name sounded familiar <laughs> oh no 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 Sorry, it was called Hollow Man. Yes, Hollow Man. Which made God, no that movie sense. Is so creepy. Because he wasn't movie. hollow. Right, that's true. I don't know why that they named it that. <laughs> I assume it was just supposed to be a redo of Invisible Man, but they didn't have the right to call it Invisible Man. That's probably and they're like, I guess hollow works. Yeah, he doesn't have anything inside. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this. Uh, what's that chick's name? I can never remember her name, but I don't know. She's really uh, good. I think she. It's gonna be yeah from Mad Men and mm-hmm. um, that Hulu show about uh, sex slaves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pilgrim sex slaves or whatever it is. That's definitely not what it's called. <laughs> the Pilgrim sex slave, I think, is the name of the show. Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale. That's what you're talking about. I if they renamed it, I don't know. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, it looks pretty intense. And I, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of an interesting, like, premise, right? Yeah. So, there were parts of the trailer that made me very uncomfortable. So, so, the trailer, she leaves her husband. I believe it's a husband. Yeah, because, I mean, so she leaves her husband. He supposedly commits suicide. And then, uh, in the will, it says that he get he's giving her, like, $5 million. But uh-huh. she has to prove to be sane. Yeah. I don't know. I guess there's, I assume there's a date to that. Yeah. Like a time frame. Yeah. Uh, and then throughout the movie, or trailer, I guess we didn't see the movie yet. Yeah. Uh, although I guess a lot of people complain that, like on social media, that they feel like gave away the whole movie. And yeah. the director came out and said, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because giving away that he's not dead. Well, it, was... it's implied that he is very much alive but invisible and yeah. like basically fucking with her and right. like screwing with her house and and just torturing her yeah. emotionally yeah which i guess you could say is like a very big play on like the emotional abuse that you can take in a relationship yeah it's true um so it's an interesting concept for this 
Which I'm not sure if this is part of the dark universe or not. It sounds like, from what I've been reading, they pretty much scratched that. But it's kind of open to be going that route if this stuff works out. Okay. Um, but technically this isn't... Because Universal, I think, is involved. But I don't think it's what they were going to do. Because Johnny Depp was actually, speaking of, you know, uh, you know, emotional abuse. Right. Ironically. Uh, he was actually going to play the Invisible Man. Oh, okay. In their dark universe of old classic horror creatures okay. and stuff. Uh, but that, you know, obviously failed. Right. So they put on the back burner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this movie kind of this has my interest. I'm, I'm, and it's not that far away, right? Was it like? I don't have any memory of what the date was. <laughs> I want to say it was like January or February or something. I know it said. Is that the one that said limited release? No, no, that was something else. Anyway, I was confused. I think that one was the limited man. Okay, you're probably right. That's what it was. Yeah. So my take on that one is it looked super fucking creepy. I'm not thrilled about it but i'm sure i'll end up seeing it with you because you're gonna want to see it i mean i'll see it without you okay well, I mean, that's on you if you don't want to see it yeah I, i'll have to see how i feel about it at the time because it looks creepy as hell i don't think it looks that creepy because mm. like, i mean there's nothing to see that's creepy so yeah well mm. i had a huge problem with hollow man like it's the one of the because creepiest. it wasn't hollow and it bothered the shit out of you no <laughs> because it was fucking creepy I hated that movie. It was so creepy. Yeah, you didn't like seeing him walk around with his veins like I just didn't, growing. Yeah, that movie was awful. I did not like it. It was too scary. Yeah. Yeah. We should watch that again. Uh, I I feel like What it, about my description it makes you think I want to watch it again? I haven't seen that since I was like in like middle school or whenever the hell it came out. I think yeah, I probably was in high school when I saw it and I was like, "Nope, nope, nope." Didn't like it. Do not recommend. Like, I want to go back now and watch that to see if it actually was scary. It probably wasn't, but I think it was, so. Watch, we, like, go back and, like, he asked for consent to, like, have sex with that chick without her knowing he's there. Yeah. It's, like, hella PC, and we just, like, have it in our head that it was rapey, and it wasn't. Yeah, terrible. So, The Invisible Man, uh, and who who was that distributor? It was, like, A24, Blumhouse. Uh, It's one of those, like... Known for their like low budget creature, you know, creepy horror movies. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two. What? It's not either of them. Blumhouse, you're Blumhouse. right. Blumhouse. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, they've got good track record. I, it'll be it'll be good. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we also saw this trailer, uh, Little Joe. Yeah. Which I found this one to be a little creepy, but yeah, in a good way. Yeah, I agree. Like more intriguing than creepy More i guess like, oh this is creepy but i'm interested yeah it's like <laughs> i feel like this one is like the happening done right okay and of course i'm saying that without having seen the movie okay because i was like i haven't seen that but have you <laughs> the happening yeah oh no yeah i've seen the happening okay. i meant like this movie oh, i have okay. not seen obviously because okay. it's okay. just a trailer got it yeah but i feel like it already looked better than what the happening was okay uh, so the premise of this one is uh, a, I guess like a pharmaceutical company. Probably. I, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Basically creates a flower that uh, that gives off a scent that helps with depression and mental health. Yeah. Helping people be happier. Yes. 
and it seems like it just kind of slowly builds tension like the flowers may be more conscious i guess Mm -hmm. than they believe and potentially borderline uh like mind controlling i guess yeah people yeah at first this one kind of gave me some little shop of horrors vibes when they were first starting yeah i kind of was thinking instantly like last of us concept kind of like they're like zombies but not like full-on creature zombies it's kind of like unaware you know like like a silent invasion yeah it's uh so i mean it turns out after watching the rest of the trailer and I moved away from Little Shop of Horrors, but it definitely seems very interesting. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, and it's colorful. Yes, very. Um, so I, I'm kind of curious if the plants will have any kind of actual... Sentience? Yeah, or we're just going to be like, just see a bunch of plants in the background. Right. And they're just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> they're killing us! Attack of the killer flowers! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm interested. It looks like it's like a smaller indie film yeah so i'm definitely interested in that one yeah and then this one i didn't even i found this just looking for trailers uh today actually yeah. i didn't even know this movie existed apparently you already seen yeah because uh stephen amell shared it on his instagram oh, okay so it looks like it's based off like a short film that was already done i didn't know anything about that um <laughs> that's what i got out of the, the research i did okay um it's an interesting premise yeah but i feel like it's very generic looking it looks yeah. like it's like a Netflix movie, but basically, Which I'd be okay with. <laughs> okay, watch it. It's gonna be a Netflix movie. Uh, so the premise is like I think it said like four percent or something yeah. of people have superpowers. Yeah. Which was basically from the trailer. It seemed like they just had like elemental powers of some sort. Yeah. Like electrical, fire, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so it's illegal to use your powers in this world. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool take. Yeah. And so they're pretty much treated like they're scum, it seems, if they are found to be people with powers. Right. Uh, and this guy's mother is in need of medical treatment. Yeah. And uh, they don't have much money coming in. Your your typical generic. Yeah. I feel like maybe he's not allowed to hold some kind of normal job because they know he has powers or something weird. I don't know. But he ends up getting into contact with, uh, what's his name? Stephen Amell. Yeah, that yeah. guy who seems like he's going to be some kind of an antagonist. Yeah. Pulls up in a creepy van. Yeah. yeah. No windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know how many children he had back there because we yeah. couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't see any candy, so yeah. chances are he already gave it to the kids. Right. So he pretty much gets them to do like these hustle jobs, it seems. like he's seems like it. Criminal yeah. activity yeah. that... Yeah. Using their powers to, like, I, I assume rob banks and stuff, it, it looks like. It seems like it, yeah. Uh, but then, like, they also have this futuristic authority, like, robot tech that, yeah. like, they're, like, these robot soldiers that drop mm-hmm. down from basically... Hovercraft-type drones? Drones. Yeah, they look like it's, like, a giant... They're, like, giant drone. drones that drop, like, life-size Robo-cups. people, robots. Yeah. yeah. Which, the one criticism I would have is these robots look very generic. Like, they look like, like I said, like, the... Any robot you would see in any, you know, generic Netflix sci-fi movie. I agree. Those did not seem to be fleshed out, but the focus seemed to be on the people, so. um, So, yeah, basically it looked like it's kind of like a, kind of got a training day kind of vibe from it. Okay. Like, he gets into, like, with the wrong group and has to kind of figure out how to either get out or, I don't know, maybe he just stays with it. And that's the movie is him just being 
evil in the end. I don't know. But it's got this cool sci-fi element to it, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah. I feel like the title is a little boring, but... Yeah, I have to... There's got to be something that ties in. I'm sure there's some significance to the Code 8 title. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. when I first watched the trailer, it was on Instagram with no sound, and I was, like, at work on break or something, so I was like, well, this looks mildly interesting, but I didn't really understand it, so watching it with you, like, helped me be more clear on what was going on, and I'm interested, for sure. Yeah. And then our last trailer, uh, Knives Out, which is... Yes. We've seen multiple trailers already, but uh, I wasn't... I was obviously going to see this because you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't against the movie. It just didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this trailer, I feel like, made it more intriguing for me. Yeah. What about this trailer made it different for you? Do you know? I just feel like it gave a different vibe of what the movie was going to be. Okay. It seemed like before it was going to be like all set in the one fucking room. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to get being interrogated Kind of like a 12 Angry Men kind of like tone movie, but like in the house with the, like the old ass movie of like the jury that has to. Oh, okay. Like one guy like doesn't believe that the person's guilty. Okay, and then like okay, okay. slowly you see him turning the opinions of everybody else until they all agree that he was innocent. Spoilers. <laughs> I guess I don't have to watch it now. <laughs> At least I think that's what happens. Well, it seems like you're getting... Anyways, it's a yeah. cool... It, it, that was like a very dialogue-driven okay. uh, movie. Yeah. It's it's literally all in the one room. It's an old movie. I'm sure there was probably like a remake of it, but... Okay. Um, it's something I watched like in school. I don't know. Okay. I'm sure everybody has to watch that. Yeah. It just kind of had that vibe to me of like kind of like a slower, more dialogue-driven, social interactive right, piece right. of work um but it, it seems like it's more there's gonna be more to it than that so yeah I don't know. and the, the characters are all very kooky and interesting yeah the one chick i don't know her name but for the one that was in hereditary as the mom yeah she completely looks like a different character in this yeah and i can't tell if she's a, intentionally supposed to be stupid and you know what i mean simple-minded yeah. kind of like probably yeah i'm sure it seems like she's given that vibe in this trailer but i'm curious if it's like an act or if it's like actually how she is oh that's a good point it could very well be because in the earlier trailers i feel like she was more like sophisticated Mm -hmm. and in this one she seemed like she was like so like she had like a line like i read a tweet about an article about you or something like that like which is very like oh i don't know much about what's happening in society i know enough to know that you're famous but i didn't care enough to read the real thing kind of deal yeah okay I didn't get it like that. I just thought oh, okay. it was like she was just oblivious that she doesn't... Like basically admitting she doesn't read things, but gotcha. she didn't like... I guess my take was she was a Kardashian. Okay. I didn't quite get that, but I guess I see where you're coming from. Like, obviously, yeah. like without like the looks and money. Right. Well, I guess I don't um, know about the money. Probably money. Yeah. yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I just... She seemed like an interesting character. So I'm curious if that's going to be like a play on her you know manipulating or mm-hmm. if it's gonna be actually her just be kind of ditzy i guess ditzy was the goddamn word i was looking for this whole time yeah. <laughs> the goddamn word <laughs> <laughs> pissing me off yeah really no, pissing, pissing me, me off, off. <laughs> okay jinx on your coke all right <laughs> um yeah no i think i'm really interested in this movie obviously i have been from the very first trailer that we saw it's, it gives me very, um, kind of like Wes Anderson vibes, but a little bit more, I don't know, less innocent than I think, uh, like, 
it's kind of it reminds me of some of the things that happen like the character interactions that happen in like the life aquatic and movies like that but mm-hmm. it seems a little bit more intense and like, like it's gonna be like a, a modern day clue with those characters yes yeah so i'm i'm here for it okay. yeah okay so that's pretty much what we have for trailers yeah um, there were some other ones I had saw, but they just... I can't, can't remember the one that we saw. I feel like I saw three that had uh, Nicolas Cage in them. <laughs> it's like, he just really wants to be in movies right now. Yeah. And they're all, like, insane. Like, yeah. they're just, they're weird movies. Yeah. Wow. One was, like, about the color purple coming from space. What? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was an intense trailer. Okay. It's, I think it's a sequel to the color purple. No. I'm pretty sure it was. Okay. <laughs> I'm making that up, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the name of the trailer that, that or the, the movie for the one that we watched before Doctor Sleep in the theater that um, said something about in limited theaters. And I was I was like, oh, I want to see that. And then it said limited theater release or whatever. I was like, okay, of course, our theater is probably not going to get it. And you said, we'll find it. But I can't remember what it was. Whatever. It's not that important. But. From last night, right? The movie we went mm-hmm. to last night? Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the movie trailers we saw. You gave me an idea what the movie trailer was? Not even a little bit. Okay. We'll have to come back to that okay. in another episode. But yeah, You I don't just... want to sit here and figure it out? Yeah, I think we, get, I think we to... can move on for okay. now. <laughs> I just hope they can sleep tonight. Yeah. End of the podcast. Fuck! What was the trailer? <laughs> what was their email? I need to contact them. <laughs> It's dtfpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Please feel free to let us know. <laughs> All right. So are we on to the main event? Yeah. Let's, let's talk the, about... The movie we watched. Mm-hmm. Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Speaking of sleep. I know. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking that. Didn't happen. Yeah. Let's give like a little rundown on this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, it is a obviously horror genre mm-hmm. based on a Stephen King novel which is a sequel to the shining mm-hmm. uh this is directed by mike flanagan also written by him so he's doing the, th- the whole thing yeah uh it's a rated r movie good yeah uh and it was released november 8th of 2019 mm-hmm. uh and it runs at 151 minutes uh and the uh warner brothers pictures is who distributed this uh, it's got a 74% for the critic score on Rotten Tomato and a 91% for the audience score. So Interesting. both parties are liking this movie. Yeah. To the extent that it's it's high. It's positive, yeah. Yeah. I think 70, right? Is I think the lowest the cutoff, for yeah. uh, being fresh. Yeah. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. So a, a couple characters in the cast. We have Danny Torrance, which is the main character, or one of them. Yeah. The main of the main. Yeah. He's the little boy on uh, the, the tricycle from The Shining. Yes. So he's played by Ewan McGregor. Uh, he, I think he uses a lot of uh, mind tricks, Jedi mind tricks in this movie. Yeah, he does. Abra Stone, which is a little girl who also has abilities like him. It's played by an uh, actor named Kylie Curran. I've never actually seen her in anything else. I don't I know if this, this is like a debut thing or at least like bigger role situation. But she, you know, she's good. Yeah. Uh, and then Billy Freeman, played by Cliff Curtis. Most recently, other than this, known for his role in Hobbs and Shaw as uh, the brother to Shaw. He's been in plenty of other Hobbs. things. Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah, Hobbs. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hobbs. Yes. <laughs> the Hobbs. Rock. The Dwayne Rock. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> he might have been he the brother been both. to both of them. Yeah. We don't know. It's true. We, we don't really We know. don't know how horse their mothers were. Yeah. Okay. So. We also... Uh, and then Rebecca Ferguson, who is known a lot for the Mission Impossible mm-hmm. films, at least the latter half of them, mm-hmm. uh, plays the antagonist Rose the Hat. Apparently that's her full name. I... Yeah, that's her, that's her name. <laughs> that's her character name. I just thought she was Rose. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, Crow Daddy, which is, is uh, kind of like a <laughs> sidekick character, I guess, to Rose the Hat, uh, played by Zan McLarnon. I believe, if I'm correct, I remember him from season two of Fargo. I believe he was... Oh, is that him? Yeah. If that... I, I He looked like him. I didn't really look it up, but I assumed it was yep. him. Okay. And that's the only Fargo. other thing I would know him from. And he did really good in that movie, or show, so... He was also in Westworld, I guess. He's probably on the season we haven't watched yet. Probably. So, we actually gotta get on that. We I do. I think season three We're is coming up, too. Super behind. And then um, a, another young character named Snake by Andy, played by Emily Allen Lind. So that's a tongue twister of a It name. is, yeah. And again, I don't think I really recognize her from anything else. I feel like I've seen her before, but I can't oh, figure out where. Oh, she was in that Betty Boop movie. Shut up. The Babysitter. Okay, she well, we haven't that. watched that. No, and we she's haven't. obviously not the lead, because that's the chick from the... No, she's just one of the friends okay. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, she's one of the babies. Yeah, that's why I remember, remember I've seen her face though. And oh, I, couldn't I didn't figure recognize out why. her at all. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, obviously nobody's gonna understand the joke that you just made making fun of me. I feel like this girl looks like she could easily play Betty Boop if they made a live action. Betty yeah, Boop if they movie. wanted to boop Betty, she could. She looks like she could eat. It, she would be perfect for a live action Betty Boop. Get on that. Yeah. WB. Not sure if anybody needs or wants that, but in case they did. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's relevant anymore. Uh, so, yeah, this is pretty much the, the core cast, I would say, that's important. There's other characters, but they're not as important, uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah, these are the, the ones that really have the most impact. Okay, so let's just kind of go with our first impressions on this movie. This is the spoiler-free section. So, yeah. uh, what did you think? I liked it. It was creepy, as expected. Yeah, the, the, the whole movie felt like there was there, like a, a consistent tension. Yeah. Uh, just building throughout the whole yeah. movie. Even in scenes that were not... Not tense. Tense. Yeah. They, just, they just kind of were like, it loomed. something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, I mean, to be expected for a Stephen King novel-based movie. Yeah. And full disclosure, we... Um, or at least I, I should say. I'm not, I don't recall a few... I never really sat down and watched the full Shining uh, movie. I know the basic concept of it. I know, like, you know, all the pop culture, you know, aspects that are all known to everybody. Yeah, the, the uh, like, popular scenes yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We, we both understand those. I know I've seen the movie, but I never, I wasn't like, ma, it's the best movie ever made, like some people are, so. I haven't read the books of The Shining or Dr. Sleep. yeah. Uh, so I, I would say that I am going to be coming into this as a fresh set of eyes perspective. Yeah. Whether that's a good thing or an ignorant thing. You know, that's I guess that's up to, up to the, to the, the interpreter. To yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm in the same boat. I don't, 
have a lot of uh, background on Stephen King novels or book or, or books <laughs> or movies. Um, I only, like I said, I'm pretty sure I've seen this, The Shining because I understand the references and whatever, but I wasn't big into scary movies and I would consider that probably a scary movie. I think the first modern Stephen King movie I'd seen was the It movies with you and that was only after much convincing yeah so like last part. month yes yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie <laughs> really like, spanning a long time like, here like i said the, that's what i'm that's my i'm bringing that up so people know my like literally i don't have experience with these because i was more of a i didn't read a whole lot of scary books and if i did mm. it was dean coons not stephen king so i have less experience with the stephen king genre gotcha. however after seeing this movie, it d- did kind of inspire me to want to go read the books because I'm curious about the interconnection or possibility of interconnection between the different books and the species of whatnots. And gotcha. Yeah. Being well, I mean, va- this is a direct is sequel possible. to The Shining, so well, yeah, clearly yes. I mean, it meant to the other books. Okay. Yeah. Assuming there is any. Assuming there is any, yeah. but that's just my thoughts now there usually is it seems yes okay. because of this movie it now makes me think that there might be more interconnection between the other movies and books so that's why i'm curious about it and usually the books are where you want to go to dig that information up yeah yeah so i um i liked it it was creepy as fuck but it was good it was really i think it was well done okay yeah uh i it definitely had a slow pace to it at least yeah. in the beginning it picked up it i'd a say about halfway bit of a slow burn i agree um and I feel like it was more about the personal relationships uh, of the characters kind of yes. progressing, mm-hmm. fighting themselves or whatever have, or whatever you would say their purpose was. in Life this. struggles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, so, you know, we established a lot of tension in this movie, um, but you really cared about the characters, both good and bad. Definitely. Like they both had yeah. perspectives that even if you don't agree with what they were doing or why they were doing it, like you understood why they were doing it. Yeah. And you could relate to like, well, yeah, that makes sense mm-hmm. because of what situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is definitely a story about, uh, uh, I don't know if I'll say that right now. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to not be spoilery in this, I think. But I will say this. I feel like this film has a lot of fan service to an extent. Okay. Uh, for people of The Shining, uh, whether it be the book or the movies. It was kind of an interesting thing with this. I feel like it kind of had a mix between which fan base they were they were trying to please. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were clear nods to the movie, but I believe it was intended to be based off the stories of the books. That said... Um, there was stuff that I felt was kind of like fan pleasing, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like it, it was enjoyable. I, I, I again, we we're going in not really knowing the context of stuff, yeah, but yeah. like we knew that it was important. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it made me want to go back to watch The Shining like fully, yeah, sit through that. Yeah, I I really had I, wanted to do that. Before I don't know about the commitment to read a whole fucking novel, yeah, like you do, but. <laughs> I mean, I said I want to. I didn't say I will. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem with buying the audio, or uh, not the audio, the Kindle book, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read a book, and then I just don't. So I haven't bought it yet. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so it's it's a C, then. It's, it's, we're, we would recommend this to people? Yeah. Even yeah. if you hadn't seen The Shining, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, clearly I didn't need to see the Yeah, they, they the essentially book. catch you up to Maybe. an extent that you would need to know. Yeah. 
And, there are flashbacks and whatnot. Yeah. And I feel like this movie did really, again, not knowing if the context of like the previous stuff, like, but I do, it seemed like this movie really did build on the world and what people knew mm-hmm. within this. Yeah. Via the paranormal and all that stuff. Yeah. Aspect of it. Um, but I do say, I feel like it add, added a lot of questions that I wish they had answered that I don't think they did. Right. Um, and that might have just been because it wasn't in the book or they just didn't feel they need, had the time to. I don't know. Yeah. But there was definite things I wish I knew further about these characters. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just to keep it vague for right. people. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would recommend this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's two and a half hours, but, uh, you know, that seems to be common these days. So Yeah. Especially Stephen King movies. And I am self-professed not super into scary movies, and it still was okay. Like, there was, I think, maybe only one time that I was like, There's not really very many jump scares. I think yeah. there's one it was There I was recall. one jump scare, and I want to say it was, like, a flashback to the previous movie or something like that. Like, I don't remember if it, I don't yeah. remember what it was now, but yeah. I think it's uh don't, don't not see this because you don't like scary movies. I would say it's really a lot of the, the, the fear factor is, mm-hmm. is in the acting. Yes. Uh, the, the roles that some of these people play, it, they really make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that, this could be a person. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, all around, this whole cast, I think, did a great job. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, this is definitely, I honestly would probably say this is better than the It movies. Yeah. This is, in my opinion, I think probably the best of what we've seen out of the recent Stephen King stuff. Yeah. Um, I also am predicting that we're going to see a lot of, a lot of chicks dressed up as Rose the Hat for Halloween this year. Probably. Yeah. Or they're just hipsters. Yeah, it's going to be hard to tell. It's yeah. It's true. <laughs> But yeah, so okay, so that's our spoiler free. Uh, it, we recommend it. It was a good movie. Um, it also kind of like, why the fuck wasn't this out before Halloween? That's a good. This would have been a perfect movie for yeah getting into Halloween spirit. You know? Huh? That's a good point. I don't know. We should write a stern letter. Yeah, we should. Should we? Excuse me. Go to Spoiler Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Spoiler Town. <laughs> so, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, that that's our two cents. Go see it. Yes. Uh, it's kind of a longer movie, but it didn't feel that bad. It, it really didn't feel like that a long movie to me. No, I had to work the next day, and I still was good with it. Right? Didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We saw it earlier, though. I don't Not... know what that has anything to do with it. Well, I have a limited amount of time that I have in the evenings before I have to go to bed because okay. I have to wake up early. Okay. So I didn't feel like, oh, I'm tired by the end of it. So I think it was good. Okay. It was a good length. Yeah. So go see it. And then come back and finish the spoiler part. Yes. Which we're not going to go really in depth. It's just there are some things we want to say that we can't really say if you're, you know. Now is the time that we're going to get into the nitty gritty of some of these uh, things. So here's your warning. We are full-fledged spoiler town. (laughs) When you think of something better, you're welcome to change it from spoiler town. (laughs) You clearly hate that word. (laughs) I know it's not the same person, but it makes me think of Flavor Flav. Okay, what? I because like, because it's you're going off of the guy yeah. from Flavor Town. Yeah, yeah, and then like that makes me think of Flavor, okay. which then makes me think Flavor Flav. So you're taking a lot of steps to hate Spoiler Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. 
You can think of something better. I just keep saying it because I think it's hilarious. I never tried to think of anything. Okay. I didn't realize we were supposed to think of we something. We don't have to. I just think I just think it's funny. Okay. Well, and it's also funnier because of your reaction. So. Okay. Well, if you want to go to Spoiler Town, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I just hope that people understand what we're talking about, and they're not just like, I don't know what she's talking about. I mean, it says the word spoiler in it, so it should be pretty okay. self-explanatory. Okay. If you're listening and you just understood what we're about to talk about, I'm sorry. You should let us know. <laughs> Are you sorry that they now understand? Wouldn't you want I'm them to? I'm sorry that they didn't understand until now. Anyway, so it seems like you have a lot of notes. Should, I, do you want to start? I, I do. I'm My notes are all over the place. Okay. I'm honestly going to probably skip something, not realizing it. Okay. Um, basically, I just... There was a lot of... Uh, I feel like this movie had a lot of, like, symbolic meanings to society itself mm-hmm. that I kind of wanted to highlight. Okay. Um, I think, so, again, we're in spoiler What's town. your final warning? Yeah. Population, two. Yeah. Plus, Plus who, whoever else is listening yeah. to us. Undetermined, yeah. Oh, three, because uh, our cat is sleeping. Yeah, Autumn's Next here. to us somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but then also you guys, so. Three plus. <laughs> three plus. Greater than or equal to three. <laughs> The overall message I've got from this movie was uh, humanity is losing touch with nature. Okay. That was like the premise I got from this movie was it was kind of like they, the core antagonists are like the last of, like it's not even them, just the people with these powers are kind of like the last of the old ways Mm -hmm. of being in touch with everything around. Mm-hmm. That's what I got out of it. I got uh, don't talk to strangers ever. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Uh, but then like there's you know like uh, Danny, the main character, mm-hmm. he's clearly struggling with you know being an alcoholic, um, and I thought that was like a a good play on him having demons in his life that mm-hmm. he has to face and like yeah. him trying to avoid them. Yeah, you know, put them in a closet, skeletons in the closet, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, or in a box. But, yeah, in or in a box. Yeah. <laughs> in a head box. Head box. Um, and then even the, uh, you know, antagonist crew mm-hmm. of baddies or whatever the hell you want to call them. The true knot. The true knot. Called. Is that what they were called? Apparently. That was their official name? I just name? learned that. Yeah. The true knot. Like, I felt like they were a representation of a drug addiction. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I agree. So I, this hit a lot of lot of different things in society that are, are issues mm-hmm. for people to have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I had for the like okay. <laughs> the overall symbolisms I got. The, from the themes, movie. yeah. That makes sense. I, I agree. Do you got anything you can help me out? Throw me a goddamn life <laughs> preserve? For the overall themes of the movie? Yeah, just I anything. mean, you're right. Like, it definitely highlights the difficulties... Um, it's it's interesting to see this because uh, a lot of times horror movies or whatever you see the um, person goes through some kind of horrible trauma they make it out and then you're like oh cool they lived and then you walk away from that character and you never see him again and it mm-hmm. was really interesting to see how the trauma as a child affected Danny yeah he didn't have life. a happy ending yeah it, it was, wasn't really happy he had like, an, he had like yeah he got he through was it alive, but he didn't but he barely didn't, yeah yeah. So it was good to acknowledge that that's a thing. Like, after enduring some kind of horrible trauma, it doesn't, like, it's not like you just come out of that and you're like, well, I'm fine now. You have, like, 
basically PTSD or some other kind of thing that follows you for the rest of your life and you have to find a way to deal with it, which he clearly struggled for fucking 30 years to do until he finally ended up going to Maine or wherever he ended up with meeting Billy and becoming, being able to overcome his alcoholism or whatever. Um, so yeah. it shows that it's, it's such a, it's a huge long road to recovery after some kind of horrible event like that. And it's, it can be a uh, representative of other things, not just like being chased by a cursed version of your dad or whatever in a, yeah. in a haunted hotel. Any yeah. kind of traumatic event as a child can affect you like that for the for your whole life. So I think that is definitely one of those themes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so kind of going on to, what were they called? The knot? The true knot. The true knot. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like Borat. Yeah. The true. <laughs> Not. Knots. <laughs> Um, so they were an interesting bunch, right? Very they interesting. basically what we got out of this was they were were they possessed? Did they have consciousness, or was it like they were controlled by a higher being? I'm confused on them, which is one of the reasons I'm interested in reading the the books to see okay. what more information see, this, I can find. This movie really set up a lot of that universe, but also kind of left it very. Mm-hmm. vague. So it's yeah. like, well, I want more. Like, so they're followers of Rose the Hat. She's the leader, yeah, pretty much. Clearly, She's yeah. the most powerful. Yes. With whatever the hell she does. I don't really know what she... She's... I don't know. She seems like she's got all the powers. They all have powers, but, like, it, they kind of made it very confusing whether or not they had different powers each, and they were, like, unique in what they could do for their skill set, or if it was, right. like, everyone just does the same stuff, it's just how good they are at it. Because, like, they kind of mentioned uh, Betty Boop <laughs> uh, being good at... What would they call her? She was a pusher. A pusher. Like Which she is could a weird way to pretty say that. much tell people to do something and then they'll do it. Right. Pretty yeah. much is what she did. She heard a rumor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they kind of highlight that to give you an idea that like she's good at doing that. But right. like, so that made me think oh, so each character has their own thing that they do. But they had, like, a handful of characters in this crew, but, like, really the only ones that are significant are Rose the Hat and Crow Daddy. Such a gross name. And they don't really even go into what Crow Daddy does. It's no. just, he's just, he just obviously the second, you know, yeah. second up in the crew. Everybody else was pretty much just filler background, right? They didn't do anything. They were just kind of there to exist. exist and, like, um, oh, look, attack. there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because they like recruit they recruit more people to their little group, but then there's like a shortage of shine supposedly. In yeah, the world. this I think so was like, a pure example of uh, looking after themselves, not so much the existence of those kind of people. Yeah. So pretty much what they did was they did it have to be children? So they would kill children. Yeah, mostly it was children because they said that it faded or was contaminated in adults. Okay. So it was an indi- individual in that had shine. Yeah. So basically the it story. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it... Original. Original. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so pretty much they kill children, and as they are screaming, they release basically their... I guess their spirit is what it was. Yeah. Their essence. Their, their steam, steam, as they called it. But basically they're extracting their yeah. powers they're basically breathing in their powers yeah uh making them i guess stronger or just or feeling good There's i don't some, know they're 
they're vampire-like beings. Yeah. And I think they're feeding on this steam so instead of blood. Basically, what I got out of that was, yeah, they they needed to to like gain youth back yeah, to not so die. Steam vampires. Because so, like the old one. Yes. I assume the premise of that so long scene was supposed to be he wasn't getting enough to keep his youth, and so he was actually dying. aging. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was kind of a nice scene because that reflected on like they're just trying to live too, right? Yeah. Uh, but they kind of did it to themselves because like, well, I mean, you signed the the deal to to have to deal with this, you know? Yeah. So, it it was kind of interesting that they were so casual to do what they do to children yeah especially since like they didn't really so this is kind of thing that i was interested in too with like so this is what i kind of was like is this are they possessed do they know what they're doing because i feel like uh what's her name snake bite andy yeah i don't feel like she i knew. feel like she got recruited in they did their whatever thing ritual, to, thing. ritual thing yeah okay she's then now one of them yeah okay but then the kid that they then go to mm-hmm. and you know a couple scenes later baseball boy the, the, the next victim yeah she's just straight up on board with it yeah there's no questioning like, should fine. we be torturing and murdering a child like this yeah. yeah there's no question of that yeah and so that's what got me thinking is she just like on board because of the possession she has or is it like well i have to do this or i'm gonna die myself at some point yeah and so that's why she's okay with it they don't really but then she Get does question that. it later on. She says something like, I thought you said we live forever or something like that. She's well, like, I mean, she questions that. She yeah. doesn't question whether it's morally correct. Right, what they're doing. Yeah. That was more of a selfish, well, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't, you know, want to have to die. Yeah. Like, this is inconvenient for me. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of kind of, those, I guess, would be cons for me. They didn't have a lot of explanation, I feel like, on those characters. Um, what they did or or the overall aspect of what the true not were right outside of just needing to survive because obviously they all have powers right but these ones are different because they basically are cannibals right in a sense yes so i guess they're paranormal zombies yeah zombie vampires yeah. <laughs> it's very and weird. how creepy did their eyes look when they like lit yeah, up very creepy i feel like it was like creepier than like the Terminators. Yeah, I agree. Especially knowing that they're, like, well, as far as we know, human. Right, right. They didn't have powers, right? They well, they had powers, but they didn't have, like, super strength or, like, you know what I mean? They didn't have, like, those kind of powers. It was just... I think it was just Mental powers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, like, Rose could... She, like... I don't know if she flew or she was just mentally projecting her consciousness... When she go went into Abra's I think room. that's all consciousness stuff. All mental, okay. Like she was going into her mind and okay. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's a good lead in. So, Abra, the yeah. the main girl in Debra. this outside of... Is that her last name? <laughs> no, it's uh, not. Should have been. I know. It took me half the movie to realize that her name was Abra, as in Abracadabra. Yeah. Which she was like, like when she was a child, she yeah. had that like magic like, I can do birthday party. And she's yeah. like, Abracadabra. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck does she like to say that? It's so cool. Yeah, yeah it's a word. Yeah. So it, it took me a while to establish yeah. that Abra yeah. was her name. Yeah. And that's why she liked Abracadabra, yeah. I guess. Her last name is Stone, but I'm fairly certain her middle name has to have been Cadabra. Because like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, are- you could also ask the opposite question of why would you? Call her Abra. Why would you call her Abra without also calling her Kadabra? I see. So, 
it's all or nothing. You shouldn't huh? have one without the other. It's Abra all or is nothing. not a real name unless you have Kadabra after yeah. it. So whatever. Abra Kadabra, Sesame. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she again played by uh, Kylie Curran. Yeah. She did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, I think she hit all of the marks she needed to. Uh, she showed confidence while learning these powers and realizing what she could do uh, mm-hmm. at scenes. And then there were other scenes where she felt scared and and showed fear mm-hmm. of of the situation she was in. Yeah, she was very accurate to a teenager. Because, like, I think she was supposed to be, like, a young teenager in this. Yeah. And she was, like, went through periods where she was, like, very precocious and, like, bah, I know what I'm doing, whatever. And yeah. And, like, doing stuff that I'm, like, this is fucking dangerous. Like, you yeah. shouldn't be doing that. But, like, teenagers do that. Like, I did that when I was yeah. younger. And I would do stuff that you're not, like, it was dangerous. And I was just, like, this is fine. I'm going to go do whatever I want. And nobody's going to be, it's not going to matter. And then, yeah. then she then turns around and realizes, oh, fuck, I'm in too deep. I need help. And so yeah. I think it was legit. So basically, she makes friends with uh, Danny mm-hmm. uh, through the mental communication. Mm-hmm. I assume it's like they were just within a this... distance that they could feel each other's frequencies. I guess I don't know where the connection ever happened that they yeah, ended up. Her brain me- was supposed to be like a radio or something like that. So okay. she picked so up So she mental could pick waves. up that he existed and yeah. they started talking like pin pals. Yeah. And they built like this friendship over eight years, I guess, is communicating yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume it kind of helped him keep sane and sober and helped her feel normal being, you know, feeling like an outcast with her family. Right. And then she ultimately looks to him for help when she realizes that there's others who Mm -hmm. are the true not and they are murdering children because she felt the experience and, and saw what happened. Yes. Because it was like, I guess, nearby or she, again, could just, the frequency stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of let them in to know that she existed, which she, yes. I guess, was a, you know, Phoenix level yeah. kind of yeah. character, right? She's yeah. supposed to be this ultimate like power type. Yeah. That, that has never been seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And so she was like a white whale to, mm-hmm. to hunt for. Yeah, so Rose detected her watching, but wasn't able to, I don't know, I guess, trace her. Yeah, right she away. didn't yeah. know where she was, but yeah. ultimately she finds her. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of interesting because like, it kind of played on her being intrigued, but also concerned of her powers. Threatened, yeah. And being threatened, yes. Definitely. So she, I guess, one wanted to kill her for the power, mm-hmm. for them to survive on. Yeah. And also to just make sure she's out of the picture. Yes. Uh, and that kind of just... So over time, Abra needs to find Danny and ask him to help her yeah. uh, solve... Essentially solve the crimes. Yeah. But in in the end, it's she needed him to help protect her because they were after her. Yeah. And it gets a little action-y. I feel like there's like a scene that doesn't really necessarily fit the rest of the movie but it has some cool stuff in it which scene the with the the gun battle oh yes yeah, yeah i agree and it was kind of funny because we were kind of like oh yeah. so our, like as i like getting shot and dying and there's yeah. steams coming out or the other yeah. one's gonna go like jump on it and like sniff the shit out of them before yeah. they die yeah i definitely thought that was gonna happen didn't happen but it should have really upset like they should definitely have had that at least one of them should have been like so stupid they run out from hiding to like suck the steam from somebody who died one thing i kind of 
didn't really understand though. Okay, so they were concerned about. It didn't matter how much they they sniffed up the steam. Like, I, did we get like a grasp on like how much they needed to like survive? How frequently? Not really. It's because they had all these canisters, right, yeah. in her uh, trailer mm-hmm. that were all filled apparently. Yeah. It's like they were, like, collecting them for, like, I guess storage. I think they were, like, keeping them as, like, a food source in case they went a long time without finding somebody yeah. with abilities. But then she just goes and, like, I guess superpowers up mm-hmm. on all of them when she decides she's, like, pissed off. Oh, that, yeah, because she was butthurt. And yeah, she was like, well, all, all my friends are dead. Yeah, and she, she was had, like, I gotta go balls out yeah. and make sure I can kill this bitch. Yeah. Which didn't work. Spoilers, but. <laughs> yeah. That was her. Th- I think that was in her head. She was like, Which I don't I need this. I thought was kind of a lackluster demise for her. Yeah. I feel like they should have done more with that. I feel um, like it could have been better. I agree. So basically, the the premise of getting back to the hotel, mm-hmm. that what they were going to use the hotel from The Shining to mm-hmm. basically trap her. Yeah. And use those demons or whatever the hell they are. Yeah. I guess would they also be considered true not? I don't know because I think the true not they is all just like... had the glowing eyes and stuff too. Yeah. They're whatever um, vampire they're, they're like people, zombie things. Entities of some sort. But they all seem to do the same thing, which yeah. is suck the steam yeah. entity out of people. Yeah. Um, which is why they were after Dan. So basically he unlocks them from his mind, which yeah. he had learned to lock them in yeah. from this mm-hmm. uh, other person who he basically... Basically, he is now what this, this guy was to him. I think the guy's name was Tony. Yes. Uh, he basically taught him like how to use his powers and and how to have a good head on his shoulder, I guess. Yeah. And and basically told him like you got to help this girl now. Mm-hmm. Like I did my job with you. I'm out. I'm yeah. leaving. But I now it's go. your role. Yeah. To do this for her. Mm-hmm. And that kind of shifted his attitude, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then this is kind of where they do the fan service, I think, for the the Shining and all that stuff. You get a lot of, like, flashback memory stuff and mm-hmm. all that. Um, I think it was very interesting. Even, like, again, like, not really knowing, like, the full story of the Shining. Like, I, I, I feel like I got the point of what was going on with certain scenes and, mm-hmm. like, like, I guess it's the entity of the hotel, which is, like, the evil. Yeah. Uh, was, like, portrayed as his father at one point. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was interesting because it kind of gave you like again it very much looked like Nicholas uh, or Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it looked you were like, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yeah, it looked like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't him obviously. Yeah, but like it, he had that look. Yes. Um, and even the way he spoke was very similar. I don't yeah. know if that was actually him or if they did like a voice impression. Yeah. To match that on top of it, but mm-hmm. um, they were very clear they were going for that, yeah. uh, you know, style. Yeah. And um, I, I really enjoyed the last third of the movie, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, it, it picked up a lot, and it was very interesting to see how they tied it all together. Yeah. And used the Shining concept to further this one. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know if this is different than the book or if this is exactly what they do, but... Um, uh, one thing I was reading about it, which was uh, that the true knot are actually different than they were in the books. Normally in the books, they're, they have white hair, they're hunched over, and uh, they're like basically so like old people. They're like white walkers. Yeah. And she definitely was not old. <clears throat> no. She was the hottest, yeah. scary, scary vampire entity I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, she did a really great job with that. Yeah, I agree. I didn't really understand, though, like 
they seemed kind of like modern day gypsies. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they were. Yeah. It, was it just... seemed like they, they, they traveled. Yeah. And traveled and, yeah. and you and know, then, like, took camp. I and guess technically that. I guess the point was they were going to find people throughout. Pro Daddy, I guess his actual ability would be sniffing out them, That makes which sense Which I then, just realized because he was talking about he that. He was showing her snake by Andy in the theater. Yes. So he must have sniffed her out. Yes. And then they were there to evaluate whether or not to recruit her. Because yes. they needed that type or yeah. to... Or to take her. consume her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they obviously recruited her. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like she probably had no choice, right? If she said no, then they probably were just going to kill her then, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is probably one of the reasons she said yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think this was a good conclusion given what we were shown. Yes. It ended pretty much how I expected, you know, yeah. him sacrificing himself to mm-hmm. save her. Yeah. I do wish I had a scene where, because they, they really emphasize rose's hat yeah that nobody could touch it yeah and i really wanted there to be like some kind of scene at the end where like abra just picks it up and puts it on or something with like yeah. a smug bitch look or something yeah. at the end yeah but obviously that didn't happen given how they killed off right if they killed her off they yeah killed i think though so on that subject it seems like i was the the bitch in the bathroom at the end at Abra's house, a reference to the fact that the beings from the hotel might still be alive? Yes. Okay. Because I thought that the whole explosion of the hotel was supposed to get make them go away, too. I, I think that was only to kill the entity of the hotel. Okay. That was possessing Danny. Okay. At that last section of okay. the movie. Okay. Which I didn't understand that, like... Why they killed Rose, but mm-hmm. then when they get to Danny, they just let the hotel entity possess him. They don't kill him as well. Maybe they could suck his maybe steam the, out. Maybe the hotel couldn't possess Rose because she wasn't really alive. She was one of those vampire daily bobs. Oh, that's possible. Again, it's just kind of things they don't. Yeah, like yeah, touch weird on. things that we wish we knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the simple solution is because uh, it progresses the story. Yeah, yeah. To where they want it to go. So, yeah, uh, yeah so basically it gives you a, a satisfying conclusion to The Shining as well yes. as this chapter. Yeah. And then it gives you like a nice bow ending where his entity is now going to be around to mm-hmm. help teach her, you know? Yeah. Uh, two things that we didn't really cover. There was like a section of the movie where Danny just kind of works as a hospice caretaker. Yeah. And he's just... He's a doing his thing. Orderly or something, yeah. yeah. That's one thing about this movie. Was like a lot of it was very much just kind of watching them live their lives. There wasn't yeah. like a whole lot of drama to the movie. Right, it was right. more just kind of watching what they do, and then at some point they all interact at to help the girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was probably one of my favorite scenes or sections of the movie where he's yeah. like, I legitly. Well, I'll just say what happens. So there's a cat that lives at this hospice, mm-hmm. and it pretty much breaks into rooms of patients as they're going to die yeah it pretty much symbolizes like death on the doorstep yeah. right mm-hmm. this cat is fucking adorable yeah i know we were both worried about the cat when it first showed up i know at first I was like oh no there's gonna be a creature thing in there and yeah. it's gonna like kill the cat yeah. i was like that's the most lazy but common style of horror used right kill the fucking pet yeah to pull the, the emotions out of the audience yeah but they didn't do that this cat was just a sweetheart who was there to help elderly people cope in their time of death Mm -hmm. god would that cat help me cope with their deaths (laughs) yeah 
It was adorable. And, but what I was getting at is, so, like, this, I really enjoyed this section of the movie. And, like, I legitly would be down to have a two-hour movie just about him working here. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. And having some kind of, like, impactful relationship with one of them and, and, you know, having to say goodbye at some point. Right. Which they kind of did, but obviously you don't know these people in the short time that they have them in there. But it gets the point across that he's helping people with his powers. Right. So that's one thing. I would love to have a spinoff movie of just that. Yeah. So make it happen. And another thing I want to touch on is I feel like there's a very clear message that Stephen King puts in all of these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of helps tie them together. You mm-hmm. know, it in the tall grass, these kind of movies. Yeah. Or books, even, obviously. He seems to really hate children. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants them to be tortured and murdered. Yes. He, it does. What is going way. on with this? Yeah. Why does he not he like children? He does not like children. What is the deal? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's interesting that you brought up the the hospice section because that really is the reason that that's the name of the movie is Dr. Sleep. And they start calling him that. That's true. Because of his job as an orderly, he goes and he comforts the patient. He's able to comfort the patients who are about to die because he can. He has that telepathic ability to like, I didn't speak really even notice that. that. You're right. That is, that is kind of when he started getting that title in the movie. Yeah, that's where the Dr. Sleep name comes from and... So I feel like the fact that it's called Dr. Sleep and they really only showed like... See, I'm learning things now. I didn't even know that was a reference. Is that a real term used for... That you're saying? That's a term used for people that help people that are like dying and like comfort them? No, no, no. I'm just saying that's what they call him. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seemed like you were saying like that's a real thing. Oh no, not that I mean, I not that I know of. Okay. I was just saying because he they they coined the term Dr. Sleep for him at this place, at this hospice. The fact that we saw so little of it is kind of funny, given the name of the movie is Doctor Sleep. So yeah, makes me wonder maybe the book has more of that. You know? Probably does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that was another thing that it was kind of surprising that this movie even was called Doctor Sleep because mostly yeah. studios want to tie in the name to something like you know Um, for example the shining yes they're gonna want to use some kind of related name yes to get the audience to know this is related to the shining yes so now you need to care yeah whereas dr sleep it doesn't sound anything related you just have to know or be told through the trailer which Mm -hmm. they definitely made sure you they made it very clear in the trailer yeah so you know again just to recap our opinions uh i loved it yeah you know not huge on the shining concept in general like i'm not like a, a mega fan i yeah i'll probably go watch the movie again probably not gonna go read the book yeah i don't think i'm that committed yeah um, i i will because i need to know if there is a way to prove to myself that this the shining and these creatures that are part of the true not are the same type of creatures as it because that's there's too many similarities to me. Yeah, he's either a very lazy writer. Shots fired. <laughs> no, I mean I mean <laughs> I'm just saying he's either very lazy yeah. and he just uses a lot of the same themes because uh-huh. he doesn't have creativity in that right. sense. Or well, like you're saying, there's it. a very complex yeah. tie-in to right. all of this that you need to really grasp by reading yeah. all of it and connecting it. Yeah. So, shots may be fired, but not necessarily <laughs> at his head, okay? <laughs> it's an extremity. 
I might hit a limb. I don't know. But uh, the intent was not to hit him. Got it. Okay. Just shooting at his feet to make him dance. Yeah. Okay. Dance, gang, dance. (laughs) Yeah. I just, yeah. The shining eyes, the like extracting, like, so the thing where in it, he's like, well, fear makes them taste better. And then here they're like, the more fear... The more mm. steam or yeah. whatever. Well, it purifies it, it. But it's, you know, yeah. the same fucking thing. I'm like, thing. this is too similar to not be related. Yeah. So I need to know more information. So I'm going to have to read it. And then even in like, in the tall grass. Yeah. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of tie-in. Yeah. Like it wasn't obviously the same story, but I feel like the concept of the Native American tie-in mm-hmm. to this rock in the ground was yes. very similar to spoilers for chapter two of it. Yeah the origin of the it right creature yes uh, and like i i know they aren't the same thing but like i could easily see those being explained as that is that location right at a different time yeah you know yeah like it's definitely there it just seems too convenient how closely related these things seem to be so yeah I, so again he's either really lazy yeah. as a writer <laughs> or really but good. very successful yeah or he's got very complex, you know, connections that, right. that tie it all together. Yeah, yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think it was a, it was a good movie and not something I was expecting to super enjoy because I'm not big on horror movies. But I feel like this is more suspense. And you do have that feeling of unease most of the time. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't thrilling for me because I'm not big yeah. on that either. But Luckily, the cat survives as yeah, far as we know. Yeah, the cat survives uh, and... And eight years he was doing that, right? So yeah. that cat had to have been pretty old at that. At yeah, least. it looked pretty young in the beginning. Yeah. So it was... <sighs> so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think it's worth definitely worth seeing. And that's having not remembered most of The Shining. So I, I mean, I guess maybe your mm. opinion would be different if you'd seen the whole thing. I'm not sure. Shots fired? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it seemed like I'm no, uh, I was being just, insulted. I, was, I don't no, know. No, I was saying like if if someone is like a diehard The Shining fan, they may think differently of it because of whatever. Yeah, I'm I don't sure remember. I would be more yeah. critical if I knew yeah. more, you know, context to certain scenes or, or you know, yeah. things that are said. But right. I don't, I enjoy the movie for what it was. So whether that makes me ignorant because I don't know the details or not, I don't know. But yeah. I just thought it was an it's, enjoyable movie. Just, just as as a, a movie, it had a great production to it, I would yeah, say. Yeah, independently as a movie in and of itself, without relation to anything else, it was well done. Yes. Yes. So, I would say it's probably the best of the Stephen King stuff this year I've seen. Well, out of the three, I think I would agree well, with you. Four. Cause oh, in the tall grass? In the tall grass. Yeah, well, definitely then. Better yeah. than that. Again, hates children. <laughs> Eat your baby. <laughs> God, no. Oof. Spoilers. So bad. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it. We've covered. So go see it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I assume you already have, actually. If you're hopefully, listening to this hopefully part. you've already but seen it not, by now. Go see it anyways because it's a good movie. <laughs> no, because we said Spoiler Town. That's true. We did. We gave them plenty of warning. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for episode six. Uh, we will be back next week with episode seven because we like to go in chronological order here (laughs) at dissecting this fiction yep we do (laughs) maybe we'll change that up at some point yeah i don't know maybe we'll just maybe we'll like tarantino part of our show and you'll just get different 45 yeah yeah 
<laughs> and then we'll flash back to episode 32. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate you tuning in. And we hope if you have any input or feedback, we would like it if you would uh, review us on any kind of podcatcher system. Uh, Why do you call it podcatcher? That's what people call them. Isn't it just like podcast? Well, podcatcher is like, so services? your podcast is an RSS feed and then any kind of app that like okay aggregates them it just sounds weird i don't don't like it i mean if that's the like legal term that people use i guess i well not legal i just mean like if that's the official term i guess sure but like i've never heard that i thought it was called that i guess i've heard it multiple times from different sources i would just call it the podcast service of your choice okay whatever Uh, we would appreciate you uh reviewing this podcast on uh your chosen podcast service yeah, you could Whichever just call it a that pod catcher. It'd probably be easier. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> you need to stop watching horror movies. You're just getting violent. Uh, and if you guys have any questions or um, things you want to contact us about, you can reach us at dtfpod at gmail.com or you can check out our website at dtfcast.com. You can also find me on social media, Instagram and Twitter. My name is Classy Cat Dad. At Classy Cat Dad. Do you like cats or something? Or? Oh, I mean, I'm classy. <laughs> and I am a dad of cats. Okay. So it just seemed appropriate. Got it. Makes sense. There's days I don't like them. Yeah. Because they are causing trouble. Yeah. Usually at least one of them isn't. I don't always like them, but I do always love them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Except for Autumn. She can never do wrong. Yeah, I She's know. She's the princess. Yeah. Even my, when she snores my during little the podcast. snoring princess yeah okay okay well that, that's it that's thank it. you for listening yeah thank you i know we went on a lot of tangents and yep stuff yep <laughs> went off the rails a little bit here yeah. and there but you know it happens <laughs> so we'll see you next week or you'll hear us next week yeah yeah i guess we're not gonna see anyone but it's a very weird term because it implies like you know what it implies but like yeah. it's not it's accurate not accurate We will speak to you next week. Yeah. We will communicate through your ear holes. Okay. (laughs) You should probably just stop. (laughs) We will podcast you audibly. Okay. Bye, guys.